Welcome to Fixie's Playground. I am your one of your hosts and initial creator, Trevor Blanchard. Other hosts, tell people what's up. How you doing? Yeah, that's Simon. We all love yep. him. It's good to hear his voice yep. again. It yep. is July 15th, 2022, and it is hot as balls. Pretty much everywhere now, right, Brent? Is it, is it hot up there in uh, Canada? Yeah, I have that not so fresh feeling. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was 96 degrees today, and it was probably like 110 on the heat index, and the humidity <laughs> was like 60%. So uh, I'm glad I work inside now and not doing CNC machine work outside. So, yep. you know. I'm a and you're still doing the Lord's work, working with children. I, uh, maybe, yeah. Perfect, perfect yeah. bastard. It's, no, I'm, I never said that. Um, I said it. You're a perfect bastard. Oh no, no, I'm not perfect, but I, I try. I try. To, I try to be good. I try to do a better, a better job. Um, since I mean, since we're on that topic, obviously, uh, autism awareness. You know, be kind. Don't don't be a dickhead to, to kids with autism or anyone with autism. They're people. They have feelings. Sometimes those feelings are complex and they don't understand them, but they still have them. So just saying, you know. Uh, do do me a solid, do everyone a solid. Just be nice. Not hard. Well, I mean, be nice to everyone. You know. The uh, the McDonald's where I work. Uh huh. There's a, there's a gentleman there that I'm guessing it's something on that scale. Mm -hmm. um, and this was probably three or four months ago. My wife got kicked out of this. Um, he he leaves work about noon every day. That's right, Rebel Orange. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, um, he's leaving for work and he's like, I, so I see him there frequently and he's like, Hey bud, how's it going? I'm like, no, oh, it's going pretty good. You know? And then everyone behind the counter was like, see you later, Brent. Cause the guy's name was Brent. And I'm like, Oh, it? <laughs> and he's like, is your name Brent? I'm like, yeah. He's like, My name's Brent. And we, just, right. we had this, like this, like this, it was like a really awesome interaction where it was like, well, you know, I, it was great to see you. And always, and it's just, I don't know. It was just, it was just awesome for me. Yeah, it was a, yeah. a really good people interaction moment for me. You know? Gotcha. So, so yeah. people, if you haven't already figured it out, that's, that's our, our boy grindhouse zombie, AKA Brent. Um, and his wife is here. Do you want to yeah. introduce yourself? Yeah. I'm uh, Alice or probably Mrs. Grindhouse is going to be the moniker around here. <laughs> yeah. We're going to call you Mrs. Grindhouse. Yes. I love it already. So welcome. Um, yeah, Mrs. Grindhouse, you are technically the first official female on Fixie's Playground. Hey. <laughs> Here we Breaking are. Barriers. This is Woo! episode 31 and we finally fucking did it. <laughs> look, I've been trying. It's, it's like Dungeons and Dragons. I feel tricked. <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, you're not tricked. Um, Brent said you had some interesting things to say. He also said you're like 10 times smarter than him. So obviously we want you on. Um, and, he said uh, no, no, no. The exact quote: He was 19 times as smart as that. Okay, hey, that's also true. And I, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've um, been preparing for quite a while, but I, I, I he told uh, me done as much research as I would have liked to before <laughs> having this conversation in particular. But yeah, I can definitely yeah. speak about my feelings. You know, obviously, yeah. perspective as a woman, yeah. but that's that's all I bring, I guess. Yep. Oh no, that's that's what I want. So just the whole other side. Yeah, yeah. So what you don't know is, is Fixie's Playground is about getting all the different perspectives, and it's about trying to have discussions about different difficult things. Uh, I mean, we have fun, we joke around, we do nerd stuff, obviously. Um, 
But when we do have serious discussions, I like to have all different kinds, right? I'm one of those people who enjoy hearing a different aspect of an argument or something like that because it just maybe I never thought about it. Maybe you changed my mind on something. Like I'm trying to improve, you know. It's not easy, but I'm trying to do it. Um listeners, if you haven't figured it out yet, um tonight's episode on Fixie's Playground will be a serious discussion, right? Um we're gonna talk about Roe v. Wade and how it got overturned and or just taken away. And then um, we will also get into discussing abortion. Um, everyone here, um, we knew what we were talking about beforehand. Um, this is all good faith discussion, right? I mean, we'll we'll bring up some facts and stuff. Uh, Brent did his research, which I, I'm appreciative of. Um, I've made this debate hundreds of times. So most of the stuff I know is a couple years old now, so maybe it's changed. I'm, I'm going to put that in there right now, but I'm pretty well fluent on all that stuff. I've have it memorized. I can give sources if needed, but this isn't the kind of discussion where we're going to start playing like, is your source better than my source or anything like that? We're, we're not doing all that. We're just having a frank discussion between people. I'm not looking to necessarily convince, like I'm not trying to convince anybody. We're just going to discuss it. Maybe we can come together on some things. If we have to agree to disagree, that's fine. Um, but it, this isn't about being angry or anything like that. Like maybe we talk a little loud, maybe we get excited, but we're all here. We're all in, here in good faith. Um, this isn't an argument. It's a discussion. So I uh, just wanted to put that out there. Look, some of the things we say might piss you off. I'm just going to be honest with you. Maybe you don't like it. That's fine. Listen anyway. Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you'll figure something out. I don't know. Um, we're not trying to piss anyone off. We're not trying to be rude or crass. Uh, we're trying to be respectful of everyone. Um, so let's begin. Um, I'm going to go around individually, and I got three questions for everyone. Uh, I'll start off, being that I, I did the questions, it's only fair. Uh, give you all a second to kind of think about it. And then after those three questions, we will go directly into Roe v. Wade first. And Brent can educate us on why and when it got implemented and then we can talk about why it was taken away and then after that we will shoot straight into the abortion discussion okay everybody good mm -hmm. all right so first question is at what point do you believe life starts and all these questions are based on kind of my frequency of debates with other people and a lot of what we're discussing, debating, arguing over can be answered with some of these questions. Straight up. If you tell me what point life starts, I can almost start telling you what arguments you had on a general scope. You know, I've, I've met a few people who threw me for a loop, but let's just start with it. At what point do you believe life starts? So um, I'm not a traditional pro-life guy, but I do have conservative leanings. Um, I believe life starts when the fertilized egg attaches itself to the uterine wall and the cells are dividing. At that point, that is human life to me. Um, we'll go into the details of that, but that's kind of just where I'm at. Uh, the next question is kind of a piggyback off of the first question, because this is the other side of the argument I've heard from people. At what point do you believe personhood starts? Okay, so we did life starts. What point does personhood start? 
Uh, we will go into detail on what that means, but y'all answer generally what you feel that means to you, and we can discuss it later on. Um, to me, personhood starts at the very least with brain function, right? Um, I forget the specific time, but I think it's roughly around like the four to six week mark is when brain activity starts to happen. Now, does that mean memory? Does that mean complex thoughts? No, but there are neurons firing off, telling the body what to do. Um, and you could argue a little bit later on, maybe, but that's kind of where I'm at. Brain activity is important to me. It's kind of where it's at. Um, and then third, a general stance on abortion. Like, what's your general stance on abortion? We'll go into the details, but just start from, hey, this is what I believe, and then we'll work our way. So my general stance on abortion is um, I'm okay with abortion when it comes to rape, incest, and medical necessity. Um, outside of that, I am generally against it. And that's pretty much it. We will definitely go into the details of that. Um, who wants to go next? Anybody? I'll pick. I will pick. Ladies first. Ladies first. All right. Okay. I'll go next. Um, okay. So the first question, uh, when does life start? Um, so just off the top of my head, I think um, probably when a, a fetus is viable outside of the uterus. So, um, you know, you don't have to put it on a lot of complicated life support in order to keep it going, but it can survive outside of um, a woman's womb. So I guess I would go with that for the first answer. Um, when you said personhood right off the bat, I was, my initial thought was like, 10 or 11, that's like a good time when somebody's like starting to <laughs> yeah. be a person. And then you were like, yeah, you know, brain function. So, you know, some different thoughts. I don't know exactly the definition of personhood, but I would go with quite a bit older than, than brain function. Um, okay. I would say 10 years old. Uh, and then the third question, generally, where do I stand on abortion? Um, I believe it should be legalized. Certainly first trimester, possibly second trimester, you know, the third trimester, I think is more gray area for me, um, with, you know, whether, whether the fetus is sustainable, viable outside of the uterus. Okay. Awesome. And I think you answered all the questions right there. Um, Simon, you want to go next, bro? Yeah, sure. What's the first question? All right. At what point do you believe life starts? I believe life starts, like you said, when the egg is fertilized. And attached to the uterine wall? Because yeah. that's, okay. Yeah, I just want to be specific because, like, there is a difference between fertilization and attached to the uterine wall. Um, okay, the next question is, at what point do you believe personhood starts? I would agree with that. It's around 10. Okay, that's fine. If you don't know, you can say I don't know. That's fine. It's fair. It's not a problem. Um, all right. That's next one is what's your stance on abortion? Just general. We don't have to go into details yet. I am generally pro-choice for the exception of the trimester abortions. Okay. Which is yeah. All right. And Brent. Mr. Grandhouse. Um sorry, sir. 
<laughs> I'm fine with that. I, yeah, that's Mr. Grindhouse um, to you. Oh, I I think I think a lot like Alice does when it, when it comes to the terms of what life is, and life is got to be sustainable outside of outside of either a lady's body mm-hmm. or outside of a lot of complex medical care. Okay. Um, short of being breastfed and having your shitty diaper changed. If, if you can do that, then your life B- before that, if you have to be in a, in an incubator and do all the other things. And, I, and I'm not saying that people shouldn't do those things. I'm just saying, this is my, this is my, yeah, that's fine. Um, just, just more of a sustainable thing. Um, when it comes to personhood um, and people these days, I think personhood probably starts about 25 years old. I think that's really when you like, Find your own. Yeah, when you're when you're a full fledged, mentally developed adult, is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. That's that's the point. Yeah. 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 I mean, your 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 frontal cortex doesn't finish fully developing until 25. So. So that's kind of where I'm at. Gotcha. Um, And as far as where extended abortion, um, I I'm not I'm not pro abortion. I said this before. I'm not I'm not pro abortion, but what I am is pro choice. Yeah. Um. So, but I also think that when it comes to that choice, I think that you've got a limited amount of time to make that choice. And I, and for me, it's like the first trimester mm-hmm. that that's enough time to figure out what the fuck you're doing, where you want to go mm-hmm. and, and, and what your life has in store for you beyond that. If you de- if you haven't made a decision by then it's been decided for you and you have mm-hmm. to keep going. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Thank you, everybody. Um, let's go ahead and hit up Roe v. Wade, and then we'll get into the details of abortion afterwards. Brent, you want to take it away? Okay, so the syllabus for Roe v. Wade, um, it was originally argued on December 13th, 1971, re-argued on October 11th, 1972, and then decided on January 22nd, 1973. Uh, the syllabus reads that a pregnant single woman who is Roe uh, brought a class action lawsuit challenging the constitutionality of the Texas criminal abortion laws. Uh Prescribe procuring or attempting an abortion except on medical advice for the purpose of saving the mother's life. So basically, what that says is it's illegal unless it's meant to save the mother's life. Um, a licensed physician, in this case, a guy's name is Halford, um, who already had two state abortion prosecutions pending against him, was permitted to intervene. Um, a childless married couple, the Does, so there's the Roe and the Doe. So mm-hmm. don't confuse those two. Um, the wife not being pregnant at the time separately attacked the laws, um, basing alleged injury on the future possibilities of contraceptive failure, pregnancy, unpreparedness for parenthood, um, and impairment of wife's health. Uh, so a three-judge district court, uh, which consolidated the actions, held that Roe and Helford uh, and members of their classes had standing to sue and present to justifiable controversies. Uh, uh, ruling the declaratory, um, though not injunctive, relief was warranted. And the court uh, declared that abortion statutes <laughs> void as vague and overbroadly infringing the plaintiff's ninth and 14th amendment rights. Uh, the court ruled the Doe's complaint not justifiable uh, and the appellates directly uh, appealed to the court on the injunctive rulings. Uh, the appellee cross appealed uh, from the district court to, for declaratory relief. So basically what it said is that Roe had a case, Doe did not have a case. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go through all of this, and basically the, the, the sum of the whole total thing is that Roe had a standing to sue. The Doe's and Halford, the doctor, did not have standing to sue. Um, 
as the whole thing went through, they started uh, kind of analyzing the, the, the laws and what constituted like a criminal abortion law. Um, and the people that were, the people that were involved here, with the exception of the criminality of only a life-saving procedure on the mother's behalf without the regard for a stage of her pregnancy and other interests involved violate the due process clauses of the 14th Amendment. So that's really kind of where it started. So the judges back then ruled that there was a constitutional clause that said, saying that we can't do this um, basically violates somebody's constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. Kind of where the whole thing started. My wife has something to say, so she'd like to talk. Go ahead. I was wondering, do you know the Ninth and Fourteenth Amendment of the Constitution just in layman's terms? I don't. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I don't remember it off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Uh, but I can look them up. I was about to say I can, I can Google them if you want. I have the handy dandy yeah, phone I, on me. I, I got it. Uh, okay, let's see. So the 14th Amendment in simple terms is granted citizenship to all persons born or naturalized in the United States, including former enslaved people, and guaranteed all citizens equal protection of the law. That is the 14th Amendment. And the 9th Amendment. Well, that's super vague. (laughs) It's It's super, super vague. You are (laughs) correct, um, which is, I, I guess, I mean, it's the simple one, you know. Um, the Ninth Amendment is the federal government doesn't own the rights that are not listed in the Constitution. Instead, they belong to the people. Okay, that one seems to be more direct. So that one kind of makes sense. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just say, like off the top of my head, I, th- I think that might be an argument against having Roe v. Wade established, right? Technically, if the federal government doesn't own the rights to abortion how can they dictate it which i guess would flip it back to the states right which is what they did but that's just me spitballing i don't necessarily agree with that i'm just saying i guess that could be an argument anyway continue brent or go ahead i'm sorry mrs mrs grindhouse i was gonna say like to me that kind of reads like if it if the constitution doesn't explicitly say anything about abortion then it should be the people's choice yeah i could also agree with that Okay, I'll let you continue. I was just curious. Yeah. All right. Um Brent, are you are you done reading about um well about that part? To be honest, there's a there's really a whole bunch more here, but w- really what it boils down to is that um there's some talk about uh the end of the first trimester, which is I think where a lot of the first trimester thing came from. Um but it's more the criminality of the criminality of a woman making her own choice. And, mm-hmm. and like, and I, I'll talk about this more later, but like defining her own future. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like we talked about earlier. It's like the definition of uh, or the difference between somebody loading the U-Haul and driving the U-Haul. Right. Yeah. And, Loading the U-Haul is like is completely one thing, but having to drive the U-Haul, and especially having to drive it for 18, 20, 25 years, whatever else, is, is kind of a different thing. Um, but they, they, they talk a lot about um, you know, penalizing doctors and, and, and doing all these things. And it's like it, it I think it really boils down to we're forcing people, you know, 
to make decisions about their life based on whatever uh, the common society thinks is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think that any one person can tell another person what is the right thing for them at a specific moment. Um, In in theory, I agree, but I mean, we are a society and we do have the rule of law. So um, I'm not saying everyone agrees with it, but I'm saying for the most part, everyone feeds into the notion that we're going to have common laws for everyone and you're going to have to follow it regardless of whether or not you specifically agree with it. Right. Well, yeah, but I think, I think with the, with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, um, the reality is it doesn't criminalize abortion. And I think everybody thinks that, and that's the, that's yeah, the it, 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 take a deep breath. Yeah. Take a deep breath. It doesn't yeah. even, um, it doesn't even say you can't have abortions, right? It's taking it away. All it did was kick it back to the States. That's that's what it did. It didn't implement any rule of law saying that you can't have abortions or anything like that. Now, there are a lot of problems with them overturning Roe v. Wade, and I think we can definitely get into that. But just to say, because you're right, a lot of people misunderstand what happened. And and some of that's ignorance. Some of that is um, political mischief. Right. Um, The fact of the matter is, is Roe v. Wade being overturned, which. Like I said, I'm not I don't know the details. I, I understand that they ruled that, hey, the Constitution doesn't cover this. In a way, it doesn't. It doesn't specifically. Right. Um, whether or not you agree with that. Look, I have my issues with the Supreme Court in general. Um, I don't like what they're doing, but I don't like what our government has allowed them to do over years and decades. Right. So, like, you can argue that they're Ill- illegitimate because I've heard that before. But. As it is right now, they're where they're at, and they made their decision, and there's nothing we can do about that anymore. So the next step is what what are we going to do about the states, right? Um, sorry, continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, no, I think you're right. And as far as the Supreme Court goes, I mean, the, the reality is they are our nation's highest court. And whether you agree with what they're doing or you disagree with what they're doing, it doesn't it doesn't fundamentally yeah. matter yeah. what any of us thinks. Um, I do think, and I think. I don't agree with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. What I what I do agree with is them returning the responsibility to the states. That's what yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you want to live, if you want to live in a state where you can abort a baby at nine months, then go live there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live there. I don't want to live in that state because I I just I just don't agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also think that sets up this this conversation of where. You know, there are 50 states in this union there and there are people that have a lot of different thoughts over each and every one of those states. And, you know, the reality is if you if you say to yourself, OK, I'm turning the decision and the thoughts on these things over to the state, then mm-hmm. long term, I mean, you're going to have people of a like mind flock to one place or the yep. other. And then at the end of the day, what does that affect? That affects your ability to have Senate seats and Congress seats. That's what it, that's what it does based on population. Yes. Um, so I think that can long term have like some changes on how our society looks. Um, mm-hmm. To your point, I mean, there are so many things that are wrong with our society right now, and there are so many things that people people protest and they and they talk and they do whatever else, and it's like, you know what? I live I live in a state where we do a lot of things wrong, at least from my perspective. Um, 
but I'm also, I also believe that our society as a whole is crumbling. Mm-hmm. I think it's crumbling. And for a lot of reasons, for a lot of reasons, not just, it isn't just Roe v. Wade. It isn't just, it isn't just gay rights. It isn't just all these different people that are doing these different things, whatever else, but we're just crumbling and we can't, we can't get to a place where we get people on an equal playing field. You mm-hmm. know? And I've, you know, I know the three of us have talked about this. We've talked about like the trans- transgender rights. We've talked about gay rights. We talked about all these other things. And it's like, I, d- I don't think that because you choose to be a specific way or to, to do a specific thing that you should be put upon. I don't think, I, I don't agree with that at all. I think that, I think that you have the right in this country to be whoever it is that you are going to be. Mm-hmm. You just go ahead and you just do that. Okay. Um, but we're back to that place where we talk about, because I don't necessarily get it that I have to be like, like I have to be your ultra enemy. That's yeah. Because I don't, I don't want to live in that place where we fight all the time and we're always just angry with each other. And we just always have to have some kind of goddamn problem. I mean, yep. I'm yep. not, it's, I've said, I've said this before and I've said it directly to Simon. I don't understand being gay. I don't, I don't understand it, but you know what? I fully support you. I still want to hear about the fucking boyfriend anymore. I still want to hear about that. <laughs> well, you know what? I fully support you being you. But what I would expect you to support in return is me not necessarily understanding. Because, like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand your straight people as well. So. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I don't that's have fair. a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a problem with it. You know? All right. So, so uh, yeah. To address a few things, and then I'll let everybody else get in. Um, one, let's just talk about like one of the important things about all of this is Congress had literal decades, like five decades, to codify this into law, to codify Roe v. Wade into law. And before we start playing politics games, all the Republicans and all this other shit, look, Democrats had more than one supermajority over the five-decade span. They could have done it if they wanted to, and they didn't. Republicans obviously weren't going to do it. I understand that. Whether you want to call them a piece of shit for it or not, that's you. Like, I don't want to get into the judgment thing, but like, they didn't do it. Our Congress did not do it. And what happened? All it took was a few changes at, in the Supreme Court, and there you go. No more road. No more road versus Wade. So I just want to point that out. Our, our elected officials didn't care enough about that law, either didn't agree with it. They wanted to garner social points by you know, playing both sides or whatever you want to call it. They didn't do it. So if you're really mad, you should be mad at them first. I mean, be mad at the Supreme Court, obviously. They did it. They overturned it. But Congress should have done something if they really give a shit about it. And they didn't. I, um, Here we are. Go ahead. I, I have a thought about, like, I think, like, in all these, like, cases, like, Roe v. Wade or Aubrey Velvet Hodges from a couple years back, that allowed gay marriage. I... I and we were talking about society, and like an idea pops in my head, and oh, it's cool, that's awesome. I, I yeah. like that guy. Um, um, it it makes no sense to me, and I and I don't keep echoing this that as society changes, that we still have elect, we don't have elections for Supreme Court justices. It makes no sense to me because we we can have justices that can serve for hypothetically. For 35 to 40 years, the society changes so much, but yet they're 
philosophy is still like 30 years behind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, term limits? So, like, Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Term, so like, I think like I, that was the first thing that came to my head. Like, Supreme Court trusts this. Like, Mrs. Grindhouse shook her head no. Well, <laughs> well good. Branch, I mean, we got to have some people that aren't swayed by, you know, annual or biannual elections. <laughs> Well, well, it's just my thing is like when the Constitution was written all those years ago, they they thought, oh, it's a piece of cake. They're going to all nine or not nine because there were nine back then, but all justices are going to be unbiased and they're not going to have any bias whatsoever, and they're going to just judge things by the law. And that is obviously not the case anymore. Yep. And and that's why like that that's my, that's my number one like reason for tournaments because like well i don't know i hear what you're saying um just just to hit on term limits for a second um i'm not saying we need fresh people every two to four years um but i think 20 years is long enough right it it makes it makes no sense and look i'm not trying to shit on biden i'm just saying he's been a, a politician for 50 years right 50 years and and the problem i have with that is is at a certain point, you owe so many favors to so many people, and you're literally just a person with a mask of disguise on. All right, that's a D and D reference. Um, disguise <laughs> self spell, right? Like, you, how do you even like know who you are at that point? Because you're trying to please so many people, and like you just become fake. Like, I just I think twenty years is enough. It gives you know between the ten and twenty range, you should have enough experience already before you're even in that office. To be able to make decisions with a clear, concise conscience without having to um, owe favors, without having to, you know, uh, talk to the people who fund you and your campaign. Um, I just think that the interest in that alone is is ridiculous. I really just do. So, well, but yeah. I think that, you know, to be honest, though, I think I think the Supreme Court was supposed to be like the ultimate adjudicator. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to your point about term limits, I mean, if, if, if you go back to when people first started becoming senators and congressmen, the whole thing is that they would be ripped from their normal life to go and to make laws and to do what was best for the people. Mm-hmm. And then they would serve for two or four years and then they would exit. OK, and they yeah. would exit with some dignity and they go back to their lives. And it was actually a sacrifice. It was a yeah. sacrifice to be a, to be a legislator. And now it's not. Now it's a career path where you make millions and millions and millions and millions of fucking dollars. And all you want to do is hold on to your power. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, Grant, um, I mean, Grant, I mean, Grant, um, Washington by this point in 1797 was, and by that era, an old crabby man that's gone through two world wars, basically gone through so much shit. I think he was just tired, but I think like he was a hero in a sense where he need, he really wasn't power hungry to begin with because he was just tired, but he of everything. But um, I just think he wanted to step down. Like, like you said, like he set the president for not just future presidents until FDR, but a lot of like legislatures like, Hey, maybe it's time to, maybe the country is bigger than me. Maybe the next generation is bigger than me. I'll have to step aside and just let go. And I, and I, and like, I think both sides of the, um, maybe I'm. This is going like way out of um out of left field, but like with presidents these days, like they're just. I I, I maybe it makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. I want a president that borderline does not want to be a president. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I want a president that 
yeah. is so unselfish and like doesn't really care. And yeah. the last time we really had that was Calvin Coolidge, and that was over a hundred years ago. Yep. <laughs> so well, exactly. And, so with, with with the Supreme Court, I think the thought there was that we had to have one foundational cornerstone. And yep. I think that's I think that's why we had the the it's an appointment for life. Really, that's what it is. Yeah. And and to, not, to Simon's point, we should have turnover in the in the politicians, right? Mm-hmm. You should like I, I personally think that when you're president, it should be illegal for you to campaign for your next appointment. I think it should be illegal. You shouldn't be able well, you should be out doing the people's work all the time. And if you do a good enough job being reelected, it shouldn't be hard. Yeah. Right. Um but with the rest of between the Congress and the Senate, those are things that should turn over more. We, we have people in our Congress and our Senate that have been there for, to Trevor's point, 30, 40, 50 years as being a quote unquote public servant. Um, and it's not, I don't think being a public servant is supposed to be like a career choice. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go out. You're supposed to sacrifice for a while make the best decisions that you can based on what your constituents want. And then you're supposed to step back and go back into your private life. And we don't have that now. We have people that are, I mean, look at people like Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders has never actually had a full-time job doing anything other than being a politician. It's so mm-hmm. true. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. He, has, he, has, he has no frame of reference to say like, I'm fighting for these people and doing what, and it's like, how do you know? Like, how do you actually know? Because you've never been out there. You've never actually worked a real job. So yeah, I yeah. I mean, so these simple things, when it comes down to it, it's like when you get down into what the people need versus what the people want, you know, and I think we have politicians now that are pandering to what the people think they want at that moment. Versus I, I, what they need. I will say, though, I think, um, sorry to interrupt you, but um, I just this thought bubble. Um, you just mentioned him. I think Bernie Sanders is like the only exception to that rule because the stuff he's been saying now, he's been saying this crazy shit for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. Well, look, 40. I will I will say this about Bernie Sanders. I, I do not like some of his policies, but I 100% believe he cares about the American people. Oh, yeah. Straight up. It, it, uh, Brent doesn't agree. That's fine, Brent. Um, I think he does. Um. He's probably one of the most genuine candidates, even though I hate most of his policies. He's probably one of the most genuine candidates, straight up. And uh, anyway, but let's let's get back on track. Um, I do think it was important to talk about Congress, talk about term limits. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I know, Brent. I know. Funny coming from me, right? Um, but that could be a topic for another night if you wish. Not a problem. Um you know, it, it is important about your elected officials, um, even your president. Um, the one thing Roe v. Wade has definitely instilled is you better go out and vote in your local elections, in your state elections. Um, one of the funny things I saw, you know, the first time around that Trump ran and the second time around that Trump ran is people who were like, you know what, I hate both of them, so I'm just not going to vote. But like what you don't understand is it's not it's not just the presidential election. Right. Like. You go there to vote on your local laws, your tax laws, your your local uh, representatives, um, and your state representatives, and everything like that, right? Like it's not just one ballot for president, like or at least not in my state. Maybe in your state is different, but in Louisiana, I'm voting on like twelve different laws. I'm voting on like six different categories of people, and these are all crucial to me, 
right here and right now. The president might not affect me always, but I guarantee you, I know who will affect me always, my state representative, right? Mm-hmm. That's the person that's representing me, my family, the people, you know, my way of life. So I, I know I'm, I'm lecturing here, but um, go fucking vote. Even if you feel like it doesn't affect you, it does in some way. So just go fucking do it. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. Um, go, go out and vote your conscience. Yeah, do, do what you got to do. So, um, all right, we talked a lot. Mrs. Grindhouse, do you have anything to add so far? I, You know, generally, I actually agree with you about how the states should be able to decide their own laws. And the people in Texas have quite different concerns than the people in Minnesota. And mm-hmm. I think it does make some sense to give some degree of separation between what, you know, how the people in Texas want to live versus the people in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um that said, I think there are a couple of really foundational cornerstone pieces of legislation that unite us as Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the ability for free speech, uh, voting being one of those. Yeah, go vote. That's a, that's a good thing to do as an American. Yeah. Um, and the, you know, right to choose uh, an abortion was one of those. So for me. Let, let's let's say bodily autonomy, right? Yeah, bodily yeah. autonomy. That okay. was that was kind of one of those foundational so, American rights to me that mm-hmm. uh, was a little bit eroded. So, yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. Well, I definitely we're we're gonna get into that because I have obviously some things that might not agree. I'm not disagreeing with you necessarily, but I have a, a, a perspective on it, right? So, um, yeah, obviously, you know, I, there, I do agree that there are foundational cornerstones of uh, being a man, an American, right? Um, and we do need to honor those things. And if we are going to not honor those things, we have to have damn good reasons not to, right? Like you can't just decide you're not going to, right? And and whether it's your state or someone else's state, uh, that's what the federal government is. The, the federal government is supposed to be the link between states, right? Uh, I know they've gotten a lot of power to the point where we are federally government ran, um, but I mean, the, the original idea was, hey, we're just a bunch of states together. The federal government kind of keeps us in line as far as the Constitution is concerned. But y'all do what y'all do outside of that. Right. So um, it's become a, a political game, obviously. But um, unfortunately, it is what it is. And we just have to deal with it. Right. Um, let's see. All right. So we, we I mean, we pretty much talked about Roe v. Wade. They, they overturned it. Um, as Brent said, they essentially decided that the Roe v. Wade um, sure. thing, oh, yeah, just do it, do it. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love oh, it. That's right. Look, I'd rather look at you than him, right? Just saying. So um, Roe v. Wade was overturned because they be- believe that the con- the Constitution did not directly say, hey, abortions are covered, right? Now, I'm going to sit here and agree that we could argue bodily autonomy or the Ninth Amendment, which kind of makes sense to say, hey, do what you want. Right. Um, But as I stated before, I'll state one more time. It happened. And now we're here. Right. That's right. Um, How do you like them apples, Branch? Oh, he turned the mic off. (laughs) I guess he had to laugh. He was like, "Mm." anyway, so. I like the backseat. I mean, she's driving. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we're, we're gonna start. We're gonna start moving into the details of abortion. 
uh, we have, we've answered the three questions that I provided. Um, we all have a kind of general understanding of how each other feels. Um, y'all are definitely way more aligned than I am with y'all. Um, not in a bad way, just saying it'll be interesting for sure. Um, so let, let's, let's extend the olive branch first before we get into the real nitty gritty. And um, I, I'm going to present a couple things I think we all could agree on. And if you don't, just give me a reason why. Um, and maybe we could talk about that reason for a little while and then we can move on to the next reason. Um, regardless of how you feel about abortion or whatever, I am 100% for making sure that women and children are taken care of from a health standpoint. If they're going to have babies, if, if, if whether abortions happen or not, like, Hey, let's, let's make sure they have the medical care they need. Right. Um, is everybody cool with that? Anybody disagree? Simon's yep. oh, cool. You're cool. Brent, I know the conservative side of you is like, how are we going to pay for that shit? But in general, <laughs> right. In general, you could agree that, Hey, I kind of want women and children to be taken care of. Right. I know. <laughs> Take your time. Fundamentally, yes. Okay, and, and that's that's what I want. We can get into the details of that. Fundamentally, and yes. In some ways, I'm going to agree with you, Brent, as far as how we pay for that, right? But the general idea is, and again, I think we all can agree on this: is I don't want anybody to suffer unnecessarily, right? I want in everyone best, that in the best, freest country in the world, nobody should ever not be able to go to the doctor or exactly know, get something to eat. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, Hey, look, we all agree. We just found, we just found a fucking bridge right there. Congratulations, everybody. Um, the next thing, um, adopting children, fostering children. I I definitely think there should be a certain amount of standards there, but it should not cost as much as it does. And I'm just, I understand it's a difficult process, but, um, it's ridiculous. Like I've seen some of the prices and that's not even for every state, but it's like 50 grand to adopt a kid. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Right. Um, so how does everybody feel about that? Should we try to find a way to make the adoption process at least more efficient and costing less? So the people that want to adopt kids can actually afford to do so without having to break the bank just to pay the fees. I think it's like anything else it, at the end of the day, God damn it. I did it again. Uh, <laughs> if you can, if you can afford it and you can provide a, a healthy upbringing for a kid, they should just drop kids at your front door. They should just do that. Well, like do a background check, you know, like we're not trying to, to hand them off the pedophiles, but like, no, it's, but it's, it's, it's the same as buying a gun. I mean, if you, if you can be proved that you are not a, a mental case or whatever else, and you have, the best interest of said children in like in mind. And so what's wrong with that? Because there are a lot of people that have children and don't give a rat fuck about them. They don't give a rat's oh. ass. You yeah, know? I agree. Like, if someone dumped a kid off my front door, I'd be like, well, okay, my whole life has just changed and I need to, I need to step up and do my part. Not just now my whole life's going to continue and I can just, you know, occasionally slide a piece of pizza or, you know, a piece of peanut butter bread in front of them and just things will be fine. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a responsibility. Yeah. Having a child yeah. is a responsibility. Yes. hundred percent. Whether it's I, um, from birth or uh, 10 years old, doesn't matter. Yeah. I, um, 
I thought about this actually a lot. I I think about this a lot, and I've thought about the idea of maybe like, let's say if a couple, um, is trying to adopt, and let's say like, like let's say like, let's say like people that like literally like can't like have like kids, you know, like literally like they're infertile, okay, whatever. I think they should have some sort of discount. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. like, let's say, like, if you're like fertile and you're like perfectly able, to, perfectly able to like get a baby, like the natural way, and yeah. you want to adopt, then I feel like you should pay more, something yeah. along those lines. Like, or, I haven't really thought about, or just make the process more streamlined, right? Yeah. So, okay. Well, I think I think that I think that being a person that wants to have children, I don't think is I don't think is is restricted to white heterosexual couples okay i think that that desire isn't a lot of people to want to have a child and to mm-hmm. want to rear a child i don't think that i don't think that being gay should stop you i don't think that being black should stop you i don't think that being maybe even necessarily on the fringes of poor should stop you if you if you can find a way to make it work you should be given the opportunity to make it work i i, I will say that i'm not going to talk about this subject but a gay adoption would be like two episodes for me because i'm very passionate about that but um we can do that later simon straight up we'll we'll schedule that bro. yeah straight up like yeah. cool with it beyond that all day long i think trevor yeah. was particularly talking about the financial barrier to entry for adoption I was. I mean, we tangented it a little bit, but uh, here on Fixie's Playground, that happens a lot, Mrs. Grandhouse. So, uh, but we can get back on track. Thank you for reeling us back in. Um, yeah, just the, the straight up cost in general for anybody is way too fucking high. And it sounds like we all agree that it's fucking way too high. Yeah. So, it's, it's for bureaucratic red tape, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what it's for. I mean, oh, I, I'm sure there are people who are putting money in their pockets, right? So yeah, yeah, it's called it's it's called taxes and government. That, that that's what yeah. it is. I'm, oh, and, definitely. All right, let's 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 take a second, real quick. Uh, our buddy Kyle Miller, um, aka the troll guy, not because he looks like a <laughs> troll, but just because he's awesome at trolling, has joined the chat. Uh, he said he yes. would. So yeah, uh, Kyle, you want to tell everybody hi real quick? You got to burn. Oh, Kyle, my dude, how you doing? Oh, Simon! What's up, buddy? How you doing, dude? Oh, oh my god. god! Pretty good. What about you? Great! I fucking hate the hat. I love the shirt, though. Go, Josh yeah. Allen! But man, it's so good Wyoming to see you. Oh, all right. I'm gonna chime in real quick. Um, yeah, I've been, look at I've been this for a little while. I want to yeah. say y'all, y'all, the the one thing y'all did right was having a fucking woman on this this goddamn episode. Because God damn it, Travis! You got yeah, you're fucking right. F- five or seven twenty guys talking about something that don't even fucking pretend. Ah, well, I, 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 I kind of disagree with that, but sure. Where's I, your universe? I, I almost made the joke that Trevor uh, that Trevor brought in a gay dude before he brought in a woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am more than happy to have Mrs. Brownhouse on whenever think, she wants to you come. Know what? I think. I think let's just let's just settle with this because I think I think uh, what 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 Trevor said earlier, it actually kind of struck me, and it's like to like, think to, to think that recording. To, what we were talking earlier, but like to yeah. think that uh, to think that abortion is just a woman's issue, I think is sexist. So as hell. so hold on, hold on hold on let me let me say the whole thing so people understand because okay. you know they're gonna cut and clip that and I'm gonna be on fucking World Star or some shit. Um, all right. I, I think that 
abortion is a highly, highly, highly just fucking hard issue to talk about in general. It's it's not cut and dry. It's not black and white. It's contentious. It's delicate, right? And I also agree that it affects women more than it does men. There's no question about that. But I also believe that it affects everyone. It's not. It doesn't just affect women. It affects them more, but it, it affects us men too. It affects everybody. It's a societal issue that involves women having to deal with it more than anybody else. And the argument I made, which is from a purely logical stance, it's not some fucking heathenist uh, belief or anything like that, is the fact that I have a penis doesn't mean I can't understand the topic at hand and have a valid argument for it, right? It's that simple. So if you're going to sit here and tell me that because I'm a man, I can't talk about abortion because I'm not a woman, that's sexist. It's elitist. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's not even logical. It's not a logical argument. Now, look. I again, sh- I, sh- I showed up to, to be the little the little bridge troll. Nah, you're good, bro. Um, so I'm just saying from a logical standpoint, it doesn't fucking make sense. Right. Um, now, do I think we need to to be conscientious of what we're talking about? We need to understand how women feel about it. And they definitely have the biggest say, but it doesn't mean we can't make arguments. It doesn't mean we can't discuss things. If a bunch of guys get together and talk about abortion, it doesn't mean that they're invalid. And that's the only point I make. Well, um, I, I think I missed the whole beginning. So did, did we. Okay. Touch on how- <laughs> Travis, you're cutting in and out, buddy. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you. We still have like seven deciders and um, only seven deciders that get to be decided. No, no. So, so far I asked everyone three questions. Um, and then we went into how, how and why Roe v. Wade was made. And then we talked about how the, it was taken away. Um, we kind of went into term limits a little bit because we were discussing about, you know, electing politicians and how they affect things like this. Um, Kyle and Travis, if y'all want, I can ask you the same three questions now and y'all can answer. And then, um, we can I'm go cool with that. I'll, yeah, I'll be serious um, about it too. I'll stop with the joke. I said earlier, this is in my strengths, but I'll answer to the best. Yeah, of my ability. that's that's fine. Um, do my best. Do my very best. Tell you what, I'll 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 ask the question and then I'll give everyone answers as far as I remember them. I'm I'm four beers deep, so y'all forgive me if I forget. Y'all can just remind me. Um, I'm like seven. There you go. Um, I'm like but, I'm like seven hot sauce deep. All right. So the first question was, at what point do you believe life starts? I stated, I believe it starts when the fertilized egg attaches itself to the uterine wall and continues to multiply cells. Simon, I believe, agreed with me on that. Um, Mrs. Grindhouse and Mr. Grindhouse believe that life started at viability. So without a major medical advancement to sustain. So um, basically the baby's born, let's say eight months. Uh, it's a preemie, but besides for maybe a NICU stay for, for a couple, like a week or so, it doesn't need to be attached to life support or anything like that. Did I get that right? Grindhouses? Sounds good. Yep. 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 Okay. Um, the second question was, at what point do you believe personhood starts? Um, I asked this question because in a lot of my discussions and debates with, with people from the other side of the aisle, personhood is the decider of abortion for them, not life. 
uh, and we haven't gotten into the details of the differences of that, uh, which we will get into. Um, I said, I believe it's at brain activity. Uh, the grindhouses said they believe it's around 10 to 11 years old. And Simon said 25. <laughs> so, um, and look, I, I, I think said it, 25. I oh, said you said 25. 25. Okay. I said Simon, Simon okay. Look, I'm sorry. It's a lot to remember. Okay. Um, but you get the general idea. Um, and then the third question was, what's your general stance on abortion? Um, I said that I am okay with abortions as far as rape, incest, or medical necessity uh, dictates. Other than that, I'd rather not them happen at all. Um, I believe the grindhouse has said um, up until the, the third trimester, like third trimester's off, but first and second. I think, well, hold on. Mr. Grindhouse said, what, first trimester and then figure your shit out, right? If you don't figure it out by the first trimester, you're stuck. Uh, Simon, I believe, agreed with Mrs. Grindhouse, right? And said third trimester is off, but first and second are cool. Right? Yeah, more or less. Fuck, all right. I kind of did it. Yay. I got like five out of six, right? Good enough. Um, I'm not good at math. Uh, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> T-Boo, you, you want to start answering the questions first, bro? Um. I think if you don't stop the process, this is how I've, I've kind of always held this opinion. Mm -hmm. If you don't stop the process, it's life. I mean, from the moment that Trevor said it fertilizes, attaches, whatever. If you don't do anything to stop it, it's going to be a baby. So yep. at any point between then and later, it's kind of what I mean. It's going to be a person and personhood starts. It, it's a fucking baby. It's a person. The hell. Gotcha. It's a little, gotcha. it's a little, it's a tiny, it's a tiny person. And, and, you know, child labor laws, uh, we could wipe those clean. They could go to work in the goddamn mines, but um, <laughs> <God damn laughs> no, um, a little bit of levity. Yeah. How, how's the, the, the third, um, me personally. And I think I've had this stance for a long time. Me per personally, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to abort a baby if I didn't have to, you know? Um, but and I'll, I'll side with somebody who's not here on this uh, ripples personal liberty, man. You know, I don't want someone telling me what to do uh, at all. And so I'm not this whole fucking all rolling. Let people do what the hell they want to do. But I am yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you, T Boo. Uh, Kyle. What's up, man? You want me to read the uh, questions back at you so you can answer them? First one I think I got down, Pat. Um, okay. I'm pro-life and I'm pro-people being happy, so it's kind of a sketchy subject for me to elaborate on. Uh-huh. Because it's like what you said about, you know, the scenarios where you would support it, like if a woman's raped and impregnated against her will or whatever. Um, shit. Um, I would uh, argue that, uh, or not argue, but uh, like if she's, if the baby's given her against her will, if she's impregnated against her will, then she should have the right to um, you know, abort, an abortion. You know, keep her yeah. happy. If she doesn't, 
if it's against her will and she's that's something she didn't want and that's something that's going to make her unhappy in the future and you know all that mm-hmm. then sure but at the same time i feel life begins when the heart beats okay you know i don't know what stage that is i'm not a pregnancy expert but when the heart starts beating i feel that's when you got an actual life you know human being in you gotcha and it's a very touchy subject for me because I'm on kind of both fences and I don't want to give a definitive answer because you, you can say, you can say you don't know and that's fine. I, I, I absolutely don't know. It's okay. That, yeah. That's, 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 such, that. a, that's such a not. smart line to follow on. And I, and I agree with that too, especially with the, with the rape thing. That's like a con. God, not this shit again. Uh, sorry, <laughs> um, shit, internet. I, I live That's out in the country. Slander um, <laughs> the pastor. So happens it, every it, fucking it, time, dude. I mean, it, this is it, not it Trevor's is, fault. It we is recording. We, uh, we are we are recording. Travis, um, continue with your thoughts. Hmm. No, I, I was just saying, like, to me, yeah, a, a, a rape baby would be like a reminder of every of that horrible time. Like okay. if, if it was looked at that way. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. so um, which we'll, we'll get into the details of that also. Uh, I kind of agree. I, I am for abortion as far as rapes concerned. Um, but I, I still view yeah, it. Man, as, totally, but as, I like Kyle's stance. It's like, bro, I'm glad I'm not the girl. Yeah. So I, I still believe it's a human life though. So I, I would like to see it alive, even if you have to give it up for adoption, but I, I get like you were forced. And if you're forced, then I believe it's outside of your control and you yeah. should be able to get rid of it. Um, all right. So after we did the questions and we talked about Roe v. Wade, I quote unquote extended an olive branch to everybody to kind of get a general idea of things that we can all agree on. And so far everyone did agree, but let's get Kyle and Travis's stances on this. Um, in mm-hmm. general, I think that, women and children and just people in general should have the things that they require to take care of themselves, whether that's food, whether that's medical care. I'm not going to get into the necessities of that because I am someone who needs to see a plan, who needs to see where the money's going. Well, I need to be able to trust people that do it. I know, huh? We talked about Bernie <laughs> Sanders. Oh God, that's so funny. Um, but look, in general, can y'all agree that like, Hey, people should be, taken care of right oh i absolutely agree okay Keep um oh, I, uh, uh, I mean for me I'm, we live in a society and in, in a time and place can you hear me i can hear you uh, now. yeah it's cutting it yeah. out a little bit but you're good Oh, can't hear him now. Okay. Shit. Okay, uh, now I can hear you. I, I think we're in a time and place in today's day and age, man. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Kyle. We'll give T-Boo a chance for his internet to, I don't know, quit yeah. being like mine. Go ahead, Kyle. Um, I think yes, just because I've started seeing someone out here in Nebraska, single mom. She has a kid. She works her ass off. Um, but she's not in position like to, I don't want to say that, but, uh, she doesn't have like a college degree or anything, 
Well, she works at the bar I go to, uh, Silver Dollar here in Sydney, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I started seeing her. She works her ass off there. And, um, you know, I want to see her because I know she works hard. She's not fucking off. She's not just bullshit. And she's working her ass off for her son. So when I see that and, you know, I see a kid that, she loves a lot. She's obviously a single mom. So I, I've chipped in for that. So that's something I think I, I agree with that all kids and the moms and all that, they should be provided with government, I guess, assistance programs, or, you know, whatever yeah. to ensure that they both can thrive in their own you know, natural environment. So yeah. she's right. grateful for what I've done. Because she feels that she hasn't been provided with the necessities from the Nebraska state government or whatever. No, actually, they're kind of assholes out here, which it is what it is. So I, you know, just being able to step in and help that and um, just contribute to helping them both thrive in their respective areas obviously her providing for her kid and her kid having you know a roof over his head no food and all that and that's kind of where i'm at with some personal experience which is yeah kind of ironic that was brought up but that's kind of my stance on it gotcha okay uh t boo let's try again makes me feel good to be able to provide for them you know kind of help out chip in obviously i'm not funding the whole parade but I'm chipping in when, when needed, and it feels good. So that's kind of how I yeah, feel exactly. too. I mean, having a family and all uh, definitely be provided for. Um, mm-hmm. Divorces neither here nor there. But um, as far as people being taken care of, I was trying to say we live in a day and age where we uh, we live in the wealthiest country on the planet. Um, reallocate resources, do whatever you got to do, take care of your fucking people. There's no reason there should be people living on the streets, much less women or children. Um, Just, I I don't know. And that might sound sexist, but I don't give a shit. Women, the moms and the kids need need help if they, if the guy decides to fucking bail. Um, Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. uh, We all agree with that, Simon? Grindhouses? Yeah, I well, that's um, like well, I said, but like in the in the very beginning, like I um, maybe even before we recorded, like the longest time, I'm only 22, so it's not really saying much. But for the longest time, I gave no shit about the topic topic of abortion. I had no bones to pick in that fight until a couple years ago. I'm not going to say who in the family, obviously, but there was a family member that um got pregnant. And was in a terribly abusive relationship, not just physically, but also mentally. So, long story short, this person, that the the asshole in question, um, the suspect, um, got arrested, jail for like three months. And this person that got pregnant had the realization that, okay, I... I want to get away from this guy. I know it seems simple to get away from the guy, but sometimes in this, in the case of domestic violence and shit like that, like I said before, like this person is very manipulative and very controlling. So in a way, and like, I get the argument, like foster, like 
placing a kid for adoption. I get that, but I I think there's just some cases where it's like some gray areas like that where it's like I can definitely see if that makes sense. So yeah, God, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Um, the next, the next olive branch I had extended out was, which I think T boo came in off of that. Um, we should make the adoption process more efficient and not cost as much for the people who want to adopt the kids. Right. It's too fucking high. Okay. Like it's $50,000. It's a hundred thousand dollars. I've got a, I've got okay. a, uh, I've got a cousin, his name, well, I won't say his name if you put that out there, but um, he, uh, he he's gay and he's married and they want a kid so bad and they have, oh, for them to get a kid, it's next level insanity and it's it's kind of out there. It's really kind of out there, the, the, the trials that they've been through and they still can't do it. Yeah. And they have money, they have money, more, they have a lot of money. So money's no issue. It's not an issue and they would provide a loving home. So I, I'm like, I don't get that. I don't get that. Yeah. Just, and, just and I definitely think it's an issue. Uh, it's an issue I have. It seems like all of us agree on that. Um, so that's awesome. You know, we're, we're sitting here and this is a contentious issue, but I'm glad that some of the things surrounding the issue we, we can agree on. Um, I think those were the two olive branches I, I extended. I don't think I talked about anything else. Did I talk about anything else? Anybody? Anybody remember? I don't know. I know uh, you weren't here. I jumped in kind of late. Mrs. Yeah. Grindhouse, you have a good memory? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, That's I want to say yeah. I want to say hi to Mrs. Grindhouse real quick. I've met everyone else, but oh my god. Look, this, um, this is the first what? time I've officially met her. Like before, all she was was a floating pizza. Straight up. I can't yeah, she was a Domino's box on yeah, the table. Yeah. I can't which say is, I can't which is say awesome. Grindhouse is I wanted to apologize to her. She because... was the pizza on the roof from Breaking Bad. Yes. <laughs> no. Once again, welcome <laughs> your style incorporated. Which I liked that role, yeah. but then I got called coming down here for this conversation. Um... Yeah, Madame, can I, Madame, if can I just call you Alice? Because it just just feels feels painful. That's fine. Oh, awesome. She's yeah. I'm, right. I'm the reason that we uh, take up so much of your husband's time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. Well, let's further on the discussion. We're we're about to get into the details uh, of abortion and, and the differences. Um, I think another thing maybe we we can discuss. Uh, I don't know. Travis might disagree on this one. We'll see. Um, my my initial stance on abortion was. I'm okay with it in, in in the terms of rape, incest, and medical necessity. Um, how many people agree with that? And if you don't, please tell us why. I agree with all that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyle's good. Simon's good. I, I, I would say, though, I think even a lot of pro-lifers would agree with that statement. Like, in case of incest and rape, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Okay. So. Well, in in the United States, there there are are on average about five hundred thousand rapes per yeah. year. Yeah. In, so, I mean, if if ten uh, percent of that, it, it, you know, results in a pregnancy, and people don't, I mean, so that's you know, because in, in in this country, there are on average of I think it's like nine hundred thousand abortions in this country every year. Uh, yeah, um, roughly a million. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, 
I think when it comes to rape and incest and things like that, I mean, for me, that's just like obvious. Yeah. Like, and I think, I think it goes back to your point about choice. Like I did not, or actually, no, I think it was Kyle's point about choice. Like I, this was forced upon me. So mm-hmm. I don't like, so if it's forced upon you, I think it's, for me, it's just like absolutely automatic. Yeah. Um, when you, when you go beyond that, I think I, I tend to lean towards, um, Rickles point of view where it's like I have to have my individual liberty and I have to have my own choice. Yeah. Um and nobody nobody other than me knows what situation I'm in mm-hmm. whether it be whether it be financial, whether it be housing, whether it be whatever else. And so nobody should be able to like decide for me. It mm-hmm. should be I, like I I mean cuz that's like one of the like the founding principles of this country is like I get to decide for myself. Yeah, you know, and we're, right. and we're definitely going to get into that. Um, it's not quite yet. It's not quite yet. We're almost there. I promise. Uh, okay. Let's okay. let let's uh, Miss Miss Grindhouse, Mrs. Grindhouse, Allison. Um, do you Alice. agree, Alice, Alice? Sorry, sorry. Not I mean, you didn't call her that, but I'm calling her Alice. Wow. My wow. bad. Simon fucked me up. I was cool with Mrs. Grindhouse, and then yeah, you know what, Trevor, lost four straight Super Bowls. Unbelievable. Yeah, I think I agree. I, I got lost a little bit while you were talking. Tuned out a little bit. That's right. That happens way more often than I even gonna. I don't think I that's, 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 prob- that's probably we all do. That's probably healthy. Just saying, it's probably a healthy thing to do. Um. Anyway, so you mostly agree with um. Abortions in the sense of rape, incest, and medical necessity. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay, yep. cool. I, I figured you were, but, you know, I just want to make sure. Um, okay, so I'll give a couple stats on those three things, and we're going to start getting into some differences, right? So uh, y'all hold on to y'all seats. It's going to be a, an interesting ride at the very least. Um, all right. Let me see if I can say this shit right. Um. And like I said, I'm, I'm, we're not really vetting sources or anything like that. But the Guttermacher Institute, Guttermacher, G-U-T-T-M-A-C-H-E-R Institute, if you really want to look it up, um, did a survey about this. And, and the survey, the information, as far as I know, is relevant up until 2020, um, states that – go ahead. Um, states that um, between the years of – 1975 and 2020, there have been 62 million abortions. Um, they did polls from women who got abortions. So take that for whatever you want to take it for. I, I don't always like polls, but these are genuine scientific studies. Um, and based on those polls, the women who answered them said that 90% of them got abortions outside of the three topics that I mentioned, incest, rape, and medical necessity. So only, well, technically it's 93%, but I I believe in giving like a three to 4% error margin. Uh, So I just rounded it to 90%, um, which means 10% of abortions happen for the three. It was choice. It was choice is what you're saying. You can, yeah, you can argue that. I'm just, I just want to clarify these things because it has a lot to do with why I believe the way I believe and all this other stuff. Um, 
90% of abortions were due to choice, not medical necessity, not rape, not incest, right? That's a lot. That's a lot out of 62 million. Um, I just want to point that out because that's why I initially brought it up. And it, it definitely has a lot to do with the way I see things. Um, it's an interesting statistic. Um, I'm not saying this the end all be all, but it, it the Institute is legitimate. They're not biased. They're not like a right wing. They're, they literally just did this study. Right. So yeah. check them out. Yep. If you don't believe them, that's fine. I'm, I'm not trying to convince anybody here. Um, does anybody have to say anything about those statistics specifically? Nope. Seems nope. pretty straightforward to me. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Okay. Nope. Just that, yeah, I don't think 90%. Good. I think 100% of those were by choice. Right. <laughs> well, te- technically, you're right. It's still choice at the end of the day. Um, and ain't, ain't China would force oh, fucking abortions and shit. Yes. <laughs> it's no yeah. longer my thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, cool. We can move on. Um, all right. So the first difference is let's just start with question number one. Uh, at what point do you believe life starts? Um, does anybody have an opening argument or well, I'm not going to say argument, an open discussion or just statement on why you believe that? And if nobody wants to volunteer, I'll go first. It's not a problem. I'm different than most people. So. Yes, you are different. You are definitely okay. So, so do you want me to start? Is that what you're saying? Go for it, Trevor. I know Travis kind of agrees with me, so I'm not talking about him. But like everyone else here has a later date than I do, right? So, okay. Um, the the aforementioned discussion will not be based on any religious views or arguments. So, I'm not using the Bible. I'm not using God. I just want to state this: this is all science to me. Right now, it's simplified. Some of it is simplified. I'll give you that. But I'm not using religion as an argument. I don't think anybody should on either side of this. So I'm just putting that out there. Uh, Don't use religion as an argument because then you're opening Pandora's fucking box. And I don't want that. So, all right. Life, to me, begins when the multiplying cells in the egg attach to the uterine wall and starts to form. Why do I believe that? Okay, simplified science. You go and you get an ultrasound. You can see the cells dividing. You can see the life specifically. It is alive. There's no question that it's alive. Whether or not you want to call it a person or not, we're going to get into that. But by all clinical definitions, by all scientific definitions, it is alive. There's no question about that. Right? Anybody disagree with it being alive at that point? No. You, don't have to, you, don't, you don't have to call it science, human. science. The cells are alive, right? The cells are dividing, right? Okay. So, second part. This is the part you don't have to agree with, but I'm going to state. If I take genetic material from those cells and I test it, it is 100% human. It is nothing else. Not only is it human, it is 100% a unique, specific human genetic code. It is not its mother. It is not its father. It is a new genetic human specimen. It is not a tumor. It is not a parasite. It has genetic code that will do very specific things that are unique to itself. That's human. It's a human genetics. It's nothing else. Right? See, this is why I came on. Because when I told you I wanted to learn something new, I just learned something new. There you go. Hold on, hold on, look. 
But and I will preface this. I am saying something that is extremely simplified, mm-hmm. and this is my belief. Now, I those oh. two things put together tell me one thing: human life. There's no question yeah. about it. That is human life. Now, what we will get into in a little while, but I want to give everyone else a chance to address this and give their two cents, is this is where the personhood comes in, right? Because a lot of the people I discuss with who don't agree with me say that it doesn't matter that it's a human life. They even acknowledge that it's a human life, but they do not consider it a person. Therefore, it is still viable to be aborted. Y'all think about that. Maybe use that as your arguments. Look it up if you need to. Whatever floats your boat. This is open discussion. So I said my two things. This is the first question. Um, I believe that's when life starts because it is human life. And there's no question about it. There's no question what the process is. There's no question what the end of that process is. If at any point you stop that process, you are ending a life. And that life that you're ending is genetically human. There's no question about that. Jump in right here and just go ahead and just, yeah, I mean, everything you said, that's 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 kind of been been my stance on okay. for a long, long time. Gotcha. So I don't, I don't have anything to really add to that um, or disagree. Okay. So let's uh, – thank you, Travis. Let's open the floor to someone who disagrees. A lot of y'all kind of do, so not a problem. Raise your hand or just speak up first, and y'all can go ahead. <laughs> Brent, love it, buddy. Do it. Oh, we talked about this before, and, and the reality is <clears throat> a sustainable human life, right? And if at 16 days or 18 days or whatever after there's a beating heart, which I get, I totally get, could you then pluck that out and put it into life and it would survive on its own? And the reality is it wouldn't. Um I mean, you're right, but can you take well, a no, four-year-old's heart no, and put well, it into well, just, an adult's? You can't. Does that mean the four-year-old's not alive? Uh, well, no, but I mean, we're talking about, this goes back to the whole, the U-Haul conversation we had earlier. The person loading the U-Haul versus the person driving the U-Haul. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't come out of whatever it, your environment is and you can't be sustained just by the simple basic stuff being fed and being changed and whatever else it, it, you aren't sustainable. You just aren't. Okay. So, um, and if, 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 if that is the case, I mean, and I could seriously, I could like attach this to so many things in life and, and just the way things are, because there are people that are 25 years old in our society that aren't sustainable. They just aren't. Yeah. But you're not going to abort them. Right. I know it's funny. I'm not I'm not trying to be snarky. I'm just I'm asking an honest question though. No, 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 it isn't funny. It isn't funny because there there are people in our society that are not sustainable. And if I could abort them right now, I would do it. Okay, well, I don't agree with that. So I know that. I know that. We live in a world where approximately 20% of our population is being sustained by somebody else, whether it's the government, whether it's their church, whatever else, 20% of our population has their lives paid for and substantiated by somebody else. Those people are not sustainable to me. They're just not. Okay. So, but let's, let's separate sustainability as far as taking care of yourself and the ability to 
breathe on your own, eat on your own. Like there's a difference between those two things, right? Because you, you no, need to differentiate. There's not, there's not, there isn't. There's not to me. There isn't. Okay. There isn't to me. Okay. Because when you have a biological inability to stay in yourself and then you're born and you, you go on into the world and do whatever else, there is still a certain biological level of sustainability. And there are people that just don't do it. They just don't. Yeah. And I, I, I'll be honest. I don't care about their reasons. I don't care. I, I just, you have to either do it or not do it. And okay. if you're going to be part of our society and you're going to, and you're going to go on and you're going to like prosper and do whatever what else. If they're like really mentally to. ill, man. Like what if they kind of can't well, get over that hurdle and go out there and be a cog in the wheel, but, but they're still alive and they still have feelings and they're still a person. Just saying, what about those people? And I think this is getting into personhood, which I really like the, the structure of Trevor's, you know, argument uh, or debate that he's setting out here, which is we're talking about life, right? What, what, yeah. what does human life start? Yeah. And I actually am going to contradict myself from earlier. I 100% agree with the, the foundation that you laid out that, yeah, it's it, once the cell is attached to the uterine wall, it's life and it is human. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Okay. I agree. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you necessarily change your mind about personhood, right? Which we'll get into. No, and I've got an argument for that, but I'll save it for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, look. But I love what you did, which is you took the information given, you amended your earlier arguments and said, you know what? That makes sense. This is what we're here to do, right? You don't always have to agree. You don't even have to change your mind. But having discussions like this is important because maybe we didn't think about what the other people thought about, right? Right, right. Um, I know. I, I know. I'm preaching again. But look, this is what Fixie's Playground is about. This, this is what I made this podcast initially to do was to have these discussions so you and I and everyone else can spitball and have ideas that we never thought of pop up and consider them and amend our views on the world because of them. So I, I appreciate it. I, I love what, you, what happened. You know, it's awesome. Um, does anyone else have a rebuttal or anything about what Brent said? Yeah, I said it. Okay, you said it. Anybody <laughs> else? Yeah, yeah, I know you did. My line was changed because when I first ju- jumped in, I said the heartbeat when the heart starts beating in an embryo or whatever, that's when life starts. You came with scientific facts that I did not know about. I never really looked into it about the embryo and attaching itself to the uterus or whatever. And that makes sense to me because that's when the DNA, that's when the genetics take over. And my mind has changed because of this podcast and me jumping in. I learned something new. Okay. I feel a little more educated about it. Uh, awesome. I so, have, um, go ahead, Simon. I, okay. So I, 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 there's, there's, I've always like said this um, about my argument. Um, I, I know it's not quite the same. I get that, but it still is taking another life. But, um, are we all familiar with the Terry Schiavo case, right? Or no? Prob- probably not. So just go ahead and I have no idea uh, spark going. notes of it, please. Um, so Terry Schiavo, um, I forgot how she slipped in, in the coma and how she became brain dead, but she basically became brain dead. And the husband wanted to pull the plug, say, and basically said, I 
this person's not living anymore. Like she's a vegetable. Like she's doing nothing. But her family was saying, like the mom and dad and her extended family were like, okay, but but yeah, but she's making sounds to the mouth sometimes and she's moaning and so she's still alive. And and the husband took it to court and the court said that the husband had the right to unplug in life. And so I... That's basically the gist of so Harry Shiloh. That's that's actually a pretty interesting point. Um, so whoever doesn't know will now know. My wife is a nurse. Um, she's a bad boss bitch now, so she runs a clinic. So she's not quite a direct RN anymore. Look, I gotta give her props, man. She's a hard worker. She's a badass, right? Um, oh, that's good. That's good. So that brings up. Which I'm pretty sure that case probably led to DNRs, which are yeah. do do not resuscitate, right? Um, when you go to the hospital, you you sign a DNR or you don't. You say, hey, either if I die, let me die. If not, res- try to resuscitate me, right? Um, just to go back to it, like just a little history on me. My grandma died in the hospital like 11 times. She was a um, double amputee at the knee, um, had because of... Um, Diabetes. She also had Alzheimer's, uh, Parkinson's, uh, lung cancer. She had a bunch of shit. Like, don't smoke when you're 12 to you're 66, okay? And you can avoid most of the problems my grandma had. Love her to death. <laughs> Sorry, Brent. Um, but anyway, uh, towards, towards the end, towards the end, um, she finally decided to, to, to sign a DNR, right? She was tired of being resuscitated. Um, this was later on in life. She quit smoking. Like she was just tired and she signed a DNR and look, it's a legal presence. Now, obviously, uh, if you go to the hospital, make that decision or give your significant other or whoever power of attorney so they can make that decision. So you don't have to go to court to decide these things. Um, this is relevant though, because, you know, if you're in a coma or if you're on life support, um, that definitely has something to do with what is what is considered life, what is considered personhood. Well, um, well I was going to well, go say, I know of states that have that, well, not now specifically since Roe v. Wade has passed, but I know of states that are going to say, okay, well, you can't have abortions, but you can do, you can do like DNRs and stuff like that. No, so it's just like, well, but I, this is my, all right. Oh, this is, and I, I want to hear what you're saying, Simon, but I'll tell you what, this is, this is boiling down to a very simple fact and it's the quality of life. Right. And what you're saying is that when you're, when you're 80 and dying in the hospital, that we should assess your quality of life. But the reality is for a lot of people in this country right now, from the day that you're born, your quality of life should be assessed. And a lot of quality of life can be, it can be garbage. It can be absolute yeah. garbage. So, I mean, to, 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 to segue off of that just a little bit in other countries with universal healthcare, which I'm not hundred percent against just, I, I need to see like shit that works. Um, they have panels. They have people on panels that decide whether or not you're worthy enough to get a heart transplant, a lung transplant, uh, medical surgeries. And if you don't meet their criteria, they deny you. So you get to die. Right. right? That's Sounds a fact. Like um, so, you know, the, the right to bodily autonomy definitely plays into that. Um, that's a segue into a whole branch of other shit. Um, yeah. 
But I, I think the thing that we want to isolate here and, and, and talk about for the sake of abortion is I don't think having a DNR or being in a coma is the same as an abortion. And, and why? Because obviously – No, and- the, the oh, thing no, that, no. Go ahead, Simon. And well, and I said, like, and I said right off the bat, it's not the same thing. I realized yeah. that. Yeah. But it's just to me, it's like it's not really consistent saying, okay, we're going to deny this person life, but we're going to allow this person live. You know, so like that well, to me, it's yeah. Maybe I'm overthinking a little bit, but no, no, no. I I get what you're saying. I think yeah. that's that's why I believe in the, the medical necessity part of abortions, like. Um, if it, if the baby's definitely going to kill you, then yeah, we should, we should like, you're a grown adult. And if that baby's going to kill you, you can have another kid. Like the baby might not even survive past age one. You know, it has to go through the gauntlet of fucking bacteria and living in the world and shit. Right. So like, you can make a logical argument for why an abortion might be necessary if it's going to hurt the mother or kill the mother. Um, ectopic pregnancies, right. Those are real. Like you need to abort that baby, or both of them going to die. Like there's no question about that. If I call it a baby, but fetus, whatever you want to call it, it's in the womb and it dies, and the body, the body's natural processes is usually to abort it itself. But sometimes the body does not do that. You have to medically abort that. Okay. Unfortunately, okay. Well, okay. Baby, well, time right? out though. Time out though. Time out though, Trevor. Yeah. Who in the, who in this room, by a show of hands, has been a party to an abortion? Like, like, in, like, in, like, in what case? Like, what do you mean by that? Okay, well, who, who in this room has knocked up a woman and then had to decide whether the baby should be aborted or not? Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. Just you. Yeah. Okay. So, just me. Okay. So, you know what? And the reality is, for the place and the time and the life situation, okay, it was, it was what was called for. Okay, because the embryo or the person or the whatever else, it would not have been born into a good life. Um, I don't think that matters. You talk. uh, Well, okay, that's fine. You're wrong because because in the end, it's personal choice. Okay, and for what it was for me at the time, it was not something that I could sustain. It just wasn't. Okay. But that's the place I think where we're talking about the personal choice of this whole okay, thing. Okay. So and no, see. no, stop. Wait, wait. Go ahead. Just go wait, ahead. Just wait. Continue. Continue. You have you have two people. You have a mom and you have a dad. Okay. And those are the people that should be making the choices. It should not be our government. It should not be anybody else. Those are the two people whose lives are most impacted by the whole entire thing. Okay. And the person who is the person who is you know, gestating or viable or whatever else should not, honestly, should not be part of the equation because they don't know the future. The two people that have the most investment in the future are the two people that are deciding. Okay. And that's just, um, does anybody have, go ahead. Couldn't you make, couldn't you make the same way? Like saying, since you don't know the future, things could turn around right after you have the Weird. baby. You get a better job. Who knows? We're you know. we're we're about to get into that, Travis. Uh, that's that's going to segue. Nah, we're that's go, that's we're, bullshit, though. That's bullshit because there's only two people that are in the moment. Okay, so we're going to get into bodily autonomy, <laughs> um, and I think bodily autonomy is like deadline and secrets is what we're talking about now, right? Um, is there any topics on the 
any discussions on the previous topic that we need to discuss before we move on to bodily autonomy? Anything anyone else wants to say? I know we kind of tangented, but okay. Uh, I, I am I'm pretty sad on what, what I've heard. So Okay. All right. So everyone's cool with moving on to bodily autonomy, all right? Um, yeah. Look, sure. I'll start out by saying, I, look, I don't, I don't want to tell you what to fucking do with your life, right? I really don't. I don't. I don't want to at all. Never. I don't want there to be a situation where I have to fucking sit here and say, hey, don't fucking do that, right? But the fact of the matter is we live in a society with pieces of shit, and we have to tell them what to do. And when they don't listen, we have to take away their bodily autonomy, right? Now, I'm not calling pregnant women pieces of shit. That's not what I'm doing. So let's just pause before we get there. <laughs> um, but the point is, is there is already a legal precedence set in our society that states if you fuck up you go to jail and if you go to jail you lose some of your bodily autonomy because you can sit here all day and say well you still have rights yeah you have rights in jail you're right about that but you do not have the right to leave that jail you do not have the right to enjoy freedom you lose bodily autonomy so it's easy for me to sit here and I completely understand where you're coming from right house when you say look that's not a person yet, so it's not really killing something because it's not a person, right? But my view on it is it is a human life, and you are ending that human life. And there's already a precedence in our law that states if you kill somebody, if you murder somebody, if you take their life, you forfeit your right to bodily autonomy. We also had the president that states if you try to kill somebody. You don't even have to. If you just try, you're going to jail. You're losing your bodily autonomy. So I don't understand why there's an issue. Well, between yeah, but you're talking, you're talking about, you're talking about a place where people are making good decisions, and that's not what we're talking about. Look, I mean, well, I, I agree. People make bad the vast, decisions all the, the vast, time. No, the vast majority of abortions are. Are from people that did not want the pregnancy in the first place. I I okay. understand that, but so but, this but, is where what you're talking about. But what you're talking about is 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 the foundational principle of like I can define my own life. That's what so you're talking about. What I'm talking okay. about is the foundation of principle of taking responsibility and accountability for your actions. Okay, and there's almost nobody in our society that wants to do that. There's does, like nobody. It, look, I understand Dude, that. We, that's not a good we, excuse, though. And and I agree with just, you. I agree with you more so, Brent. I was being the contrarian a second ago, but but I'm hearing Trevor out right now. And it, it's like, yeah, dude, I mean, you are. It doesn't matter which way you want to cut it, because if so, you agree that the cells are multiplying his life, you're killing. You're killing. Great. Okay. Great. But, okay. But, but what but do you I'm, want? Do you want do you want liberty or do you want forced contrition? Which one well, do you want? So let, let pick me, one. Let, let me, let pick me, one. Hold on, because hold on. we we live in no, hold on we live in a place where twenty percent of our population is on welfare and why are they there? They're there because they had children that they didn't want, didn't need, and weren't welcome in the first okay, place. Okay, well look. Okay, so we live in a place where we already have laws and actions and principles stating that if you take a life, you can lose your bodily autonomy. That's one. Two. No, we don't. We don't live in that place. Nobody, no one loses their bodily autonomy. If, if you no go out, it. if you go out to fucking city square tomorrow and kill somebody, you're going to get arrested and you're going to sit in jail, right? 
Uh, but yeah, but you're 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 doing apples and bowling balls again. You're not. It, it isn't the same thing. Well, I I okay. have a point. I'm just. I have to okay, get go. There, right. Go go. So, Sorry. Go. It's it's okay. Look, it's fine. No problem. <laughs> um, no, my, my mouth's loud as big. I get that. That's fine. Just go. Okay. So rolling Trevor on his own show. So, no, no, he's fine. Look, this is what it's about. It's hard to discuss this without getting. I'm just giving him shit, know. man. Um. So, can we all agree? Minus Brent, um, that we're not going to take out a four-year-old simply because we don't want to take care of him anymore, right? You're not going to take would, him out back in old yellow room, right? If somebody <laughs> if somebody agrees with that, I think that's pretty fucked up. I'm just okay, saying. exactly. That's exactly my point. You have a responsibility for that four-year-old life, sustain them and take care of them, or if not, give them up for adoption. That's the choice. Oh, okay, okay. But who has the responsibility? The parents. Okay. And if they give them so, up for adoption, then the so, state. Okay, but what if they don't give up for adoption, but they just don't want the responsibility? Well, Who does it then? Look, they're pieces of shit, but it is what it is. You don't Not disagreeing. Not you disagreeing. Don't- but what I'm, I'm asking you an honest question here. If the parents just say, fuck it, I don't want to do it, who has that responsibility? Then? Eventually, the state will pick up the tab. Okay, well, which means which means me and you. Me and you will pick up the tab and we will pay for it with our tax. That's something I, okay. that's something I would so, never mind paying so, for, to be honest. So, uh, originally, well, in you general, know, and see, I would. In, I would. Originally, I, in general, I have a, we, we all agreed that, in general, we would want women and children to be taken care of, right? We already, we already agreed to that. Now, you can amend it. That's fine. I don't mind that. I'm just saying. Before we started, we Fund- agreed. Fundamentally, fundamentally, yes. Okay. Okay. But there is a point. There is a point. There's a point when you have people that you know that are not going to succeed. They're not going to do well. Okay. They're not going to ever do anything great with their lives. And the reality is, if if they pass in the oblivion, who gives a shit? So nobody. Nobody. First off, I don't give a shit. If I don't. If, if the kid passes into oblivion or the kid has a bad life, I do care. And if I had any option, any chance whatsoever to help them, I would. And I'm not bragging, but I have right. in the past. I've helped people. I've given money. I've I've gone out of my way. I can't help everybody. Obviously, I don't have the funds. I don't have the means, but I try. And and the point is, is regardless of how their life will turn out, whether it's bad, good, whatever, you don't kill somebody on the potential of bad happening. You don't say, hey, you don't get to live because you might have a bad life. I think that's well, the I'm wrong not, way I'm to not talk, it. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about killing anybody. What I'm talking about is sustainable life. And sustainable life can be in utero. It can be at well, it can be at two. It can be at five. It can be. I, at eight, I understand, it can be but 10. see, sustainable I, life is not all. This is why I brought up Teddy Roosevelt earlier because Teddy Roosevelt was insanely young, and the only reason he survived was because modern science and whatever else was able to sustain him. Yes, this is back in the gap, but they still had medicine, yeah, and soap. So Teddy Roosevelt, love him or hate him, was a great man who did great things. He had a great life after being unsustainable, right? He would have been unsustainable had he not had all that help. So, and there's got to be a million Teddy Roosevelt's out there. If I could, if I would well, Wikipedia, there, uh, there is. Look, Ill no, kids. you're right. Okay, so you, just look at you're right. Like, look you're at right, though, but he was not taking care of on the government dime. He wasn't. His family well, did. some people are. Um, he wasn't. Well, technically speaking, as a president, he was most certainly taken care of on on government pay. 
Well, because he was the fucking president. Don't well, <laughs> it's not the fucking same thing. Okay. Yeah, Grindhouse's I'm, stance is unless unless you can right, become the president. Right now, Joe Biden is being taken care of. Okay. 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 Miss Grindhouse wants to say something. Go ahead. Yep, she does. So I want to get back to talking about bodily autonomy and specifically the bodily autonomy of children. Let's I think do it. We would all agree that um, you know from the time you're born to 18, 21, depending on the country you increasingly gain bodily autonomy. Um, you know, six-year-olds can't go out and buy guns and smokes. There's a good reason for that. Yeah. Um, they can't make their own decisions yet. Um, I, I believe in Minnesota, the law is that a child must live where their parent tells them to live up until 18, unless they- um, Get emancipated? Get emancipated, right. Gotcha. Um, and I think we'd all agree that there are rules like that in place for good reason. You know, kids, kids aren't fully capable yet. Yeah. We've already established that like your frontal cortex doesn't quit developing till 25, but for whatever reason, yeah. mostly the military um, 18 is the decided age upon which you are mentally capable enough to take care of yourself. Right. So they do have limited, limited capacity to make decisions about their life. Um, and that increases until they, they get to 1820. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess I'd, I'd like to discuss, like, when does that bright line cross the, you know, the origin, the zero, zero point of when a parent gets to make the decision that their life should cease to exist? Yes. All right. Um, I keep taking the lead, obviously. I am running well, this I'll, thing, but I'll, I'll say like, uh, if you want someone to jump in. Yeah. I want to give you all the opportunity to talk before I talk because I keep <laughs> jumping in. I'm, I feel, I feel bad. Right. I know, no, I know I'm running this shit, but like, I, I want y'all to talk. To <laughs> so, so to ask, in front of you, you're doing good to, to ask a question. Um, Alice, when, uh, I, well, I'd ask your opinion then. And, and if you stated it prior, I'm sorry, I forget. What would you consider? that stage when I guess this go, bodily autonomy, we're talking about personhood um, to a degree. Yes. No. Or am, am I mistaken? Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty much there. I, I consider personhood to be kind of a secondary, but it's just like, it's along the same lines. Like to, in order for bodily autonomy to be defined, you need to define personhood. And at what would, point you mitigate okay. the body autonomy. Okay. I, I think, I think then at, at a certain point variables, every case is going to be different. Every single case, you're going to have variables every single time that like, there might be a kid out there that knows, Hey man, this, whatever's happening to me right now, this is not the thing. And mm -hmm. I know, I know well enough that this is not a good situation for me. And it, it shouldn't be the onus of the kid, but the kid could take it upon themselves to, go out, seek help, get out of that situation. Oh. And, and I hope they would. But if we're talking about a hard line, and, and this is my question, are we talking about a hard line where now they are, I'd say, an adult uh, can, can make that decision themselves? Or did I misunderstand? Yeah, well, I mean, we have to establish like bright lines of when you can make decisions as a person. Um, you know, like the bright line for voting is 18 years old. Could a 15-year-old conceivably make an intelligent voting decision? Of course. Um, are there plenty of 21-year-olds who should not vote? Yeah. Um, but we've set 18 as mm -hmm. like the I would I would 
I think based on that, I would go on the, I think we should raise the age on a lot of shit. Then if we're going to live in a society like that and, and bring it up to 25, bring it right up to whenever you finish developing your, your frontal cortex, like we were saying, and that's when you can go into the army. That's when you can, you know, whatever, if we're going to take that, that, that stance, Mm -hmm. But again, variables, man, every situation, every situation's different. Every, every person's different. Every kid is different. It's really, it's really hard to define that, uh, at least for me. So I guess my point is that we do allow parents to make a lot of decisions for children. Why not? Why not this one? Because it ends their life, I think is, is, is the, the main contentious issue, right? Like if you don't believe it's a life, that's fine. Like I get, I get where you're coming from, obviously. I don't agree, but I get where you're coming from. But the, can can you really be the sole arbiter of deciding to kill something? Is the question? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. When when it when it's going to negatively impact your life. Yes. I mean, I but is that is that good enough an argument? If my two year old yeah. negatively yes. impacts my my but see that's that's what I was talking about. If my two year old negatively impacts my life. Do I have the right to take it out back and old yellow? Well, that's no. what I'm talking about. Like the increasing autonomy as you get older. Yeah. Well. I think you hit the nail on the head. Where, where's the line? Where's the line, right? Earlier, when, when I asked one of the questions, um, you know, y'all stated um, being able, like, survivability, right? Being able to survive on its own without being connected to the mother, right? Which, with y'all terminology, without major medical help, that's about eight months pregnancy. Um, medical technology, the early, the youngest baby to be medically born and grown to full childhood and everything else was about 24 weeks, which is fucking young as shit. Right. So medical advancements allows for a lot. Uh, obviously y'all don't want to go with the medical advancements. That's fine. Cool with it. I don't agree, but I get it. Um, but let's just say for shits and giggles, eight months. Right. So at eight months, would you, or would you not agree that, a woman cannot have an abortion at that point, which I think you've already said no, right? Third trimester's kind of been where you're at. No, first trimester. First trimester. So your first, your first trimester, but um, Alice. Alice. I said, I said it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, it's cool. <laughs> like I want to get it right, but I'm bad with names. I'm so bad with names. I'm sorry. Um, Alice, eight months. You said third trimester, but eight months? Yeah. Okay. So my argument is, Grindhouse, you said first trimester. You said eight months. Um, Everyone else kind of varies. If you're okay with getting rid of bodily autonomy at eight months, why can't it be four months? Why can't it be two months? Because you've already established. Because there is no autonomy. What you're talking about. No. There is no autonomy. I, I agree if there's are, no autonomy, if, but you're if pushing you are, for autonomy. If you, no, if you are in utero, there is no autonomy. What I'm talking about is two people, mother and a father, or whatever roles you decide they want to play in this whole thing. At, at three months, you should have figured your shit out. Okay? And if you're going to go forward, go forward. If you're not going to, then don't. Okay, but getting an abortion at that point is bodily autonomy. You're making a decision about your own body, right? A woman's bodily autonomy, yes. And okay. Then, uh, the, the other half of that equation, so the rest, the rest of their goddamn well, life. Well, 
I agree, okay. but most of the arguments are the men don't really have a say, right? I don't agree with that, but for the for the sake of what's out in the world, most of the time it's just the women decide. The men just get fucked. I don't I know, agree I know, with it. I know but, Brent called me sexist earlier, and I did play it off as I was being the bridge troll. I, I think but he was I, just I, calling you sexy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But I kind of, but I kind of do. I really kind of do feel like this subject should be, to a certain degree, to a certain degree, left more to women than to men. I'm not saying a man can't have a say. I think I'm the one that called you sexist. That's no, what? he no, he did, or no, he, he might have fucked with me all then. It was most certainly um, me, but it might have been him too. <laughs> that wasn't me. Wasn't me. So. But but I I, so, I don't know, and maybe it is sexist, okay. but I don't know. It ain't me that's got to deal with fucking well. Having the baby and then and then being the, the nurturer forever. Whether whether or not I agree with you on on the sexist remark, um, we're, we're still going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so back to my question. Get back back on track. Bodily autonomy. You said first trimester. You said eight months. So after the first trimester, Brent, you're saying, look, I don't care about women's bodily autonomy at that point. You can't get an abortion anymore unless you have a medical necessity or rape or whatever, right? So how far does body autonomy really extend? And, and that's my point because it, it, it hasn't is, been very this consistent. Is a, this is a, Trevor, this is, a, this is a bullshit point. It's, it's, it's completely – I think it's a very important point because well, I, I, I don't. a I lot think, of people's arguments are think, on bodily autonomy. No, I think it's a bullshit point. If you want to talk about a in utero fetus – it has no bodily autonomy at all. No, no, no. I'm no. talking about the woman's autonomy, not the baby. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So as far as a woman goes, what I'm saying to you is that she has a narrow window of time to make a decision. That's what I'm saying. Okay. okay. And, and But what that means is that she no longer has bodily autonomy after that point. Uh, it, you that's know, what that means. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Okay. There, so there, at that point, is, it doesn't matter what you think. You're going to have that baby. Unless a medical necessity happens. What I'm saying to you is that there is a window of time to make a decision. Okay. Uh-huh. And if you pass that window of time, the decision has been made for you. Okay. You cannot have an abortion at nine months and one day. You, you can't because that's just, but before that, before that, you were talking about a collective of cells that does, it, it is not a viable human being. It just is not. It just isn't. Okay. Yeah. You can, but it will, but it will be. Uh, well, okay, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. that's so, great. Fucking shit in one so, hand, so, in the other. it doesn't on. matter. Hold on. <laughs> okay. No, no, but this, this, is, this is where personhood comes in because we've already established and agreed that it is a human body. It is a human life. There's no question about that. We've already, we already agreed. It's not though. No, it's not. It is well, not science, science tells you different. Human. No, a human life is outside of the uterus. That's uh, what a human life is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's a sustainable. No, what you're life. what you're talking Beyond about is that it is not. It is you're talking not. about you're talking about personhood. That's different. If if you no, have a little eight no, month old baby, no. What I'm talking baby. about is 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 letting the yeast rise and making a loaf of bread. No, there's, I, a, there's a point I, where it's not going to be a loaf of bread. I understand it's what you're saying. Not going to be a loaf of bread. Okay? The baby needs to shit. the baby needs to be able to breathe on its own outside the womb, right? That's what you're wanting, right? That's what life is. Life is coming out and breathing on your own. Well, life, That's what life is. is. Not that that's personal. <laughs> uh, uh, no like a box of chocolates. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, look, I've already established the definition and we agreed on it. Science proves it's life. Science proves it's human. You put those two things together. It's human life. If you want to talk about personhood, if you want to talk about viability outside the womb, that's different. This is human life. There's no question about that. 
It's yeah. scientifically yeah. proven. I can yeah. I can show you videos. I can all those, show you the science. All, all those yeah. little all those little cells that they, they all just like I just felt like multiplying. Pretty much. So um that's fine, Brent. Don't like, if we don't want to agree, that, that's fine. But I just sustainability doesn't really do it for me because if you take a one month baby outside the womb, that thing's gonna die unless you fucking feed it. Did we answer Alice's question? I feel like we didn't. Oh, maybe we did. What was her question? I forgot. <laughs> no, she wanted. She was asking for a hard line for uh, bodily autonomy. Okay, like, so we're, we're still trying. We're, we're still trying to establish that because, like I said, if if your point is eight months pregnancy, that's that's your line. Brits is first trimester. Mine is literally the egg attached, the fertilized egg attached to your wall. So. Overall, but but quit using that phrase then. Quit using the phrase autonomy. You know what autonomy means, right? You know it, what that it, means, right? It but means no. the woman has a choice. No, on no, it does body. not. No, look at the definition of the word fucking autonomy. Okay, it, it does not mean that somebody else takes care of you for the next. Grindhouse has a. Okay, autonomy is I am on my own. I can sustain myself. Okay, that's what autonomy means. Yes, but but the main argument is about women's bodily autonomy, not the babies. Because if you're going to talk about the baby's bodily autonomy, well, if it's a life, then you shouldn't be able to kill it simply because you don't want it. Yes, yes, well, was because there is no level of autonomy. Was There's that no level was that your question, Alice? Was was when is <clears throat> the woman bodily autonomy? Yeah, we need to clarify before we move forward. Yeah, no, I was definitely talking about like the kid and yeah, because I'll whole, say the whole fucking time if, if it yeah. comes down to personal yeah. liberties, the whole yeah. concept of autonomy kind of breaks down when it comes to a thing that doesn't have a brain yet. Um, mm-hmm. But talking about women's autonomy and you know how far along should they be able to make decisions about their own body as a woman, I really like the idea of being able to make my own medical decisions like all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that's kind of why I set my, my line at eight months ish, like, because it still, um, allows me to make those decisions. Like, yeah, I, at eight months. Okay. Even if I want to evacuate the baby, it can still live on its own. So, okay, that's fine. Maybe it can be adopted or, or something else. There's other options, but like, right, we, right. we don't need to kill it at eight months. Like it can, it can go do other things at that point, but I can still make decisions about my body. So that's. Yeah, I, I like autonomy personally. I okay. think everybody does. Well, I mean, we, we do. And, and my, my point isn't to take away bodily autonomy. Like I said, I don't want to tell anybody to do anything. The problem is, is when your bodily autonomy infringes on someone else's bodily autonomy, which brings in the child. Um, that's when, as a societal issue, as a personal issue, it's an issue. Because if you well, harm somebody else, we have the right to stop you. We have the right to try to negate it. We have the right to penalize you for it. So we need to. This is this is where it gets tricky, and this is why it's such a big heated debate. Yeah, this is why I left it towards the end of the podcast instead of the beginning. I I do get where you're coming from. For the record, I I understand your. I hundred percent understand where you're coming from too. Like when she said, when she said, as as a woman, I heard as a person, and when I that goes back to personal liberties. So at the end of the day, at the end of the, the day, Grindhouse. No matter what I think, no matter what I feel in my heart, that's not the other person that I'm not that person. I can't decide for them what they're going to do, and nor do I want to, because if I can do that, then they could do it to me. And if you want to tell me I can't sit out here and drink my six pack 
and smoke my blunt and smoke my cigarettes and have an awesome conversation about tantalizing fun things all the fucking time with all my friends. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this world no more. So yeah, it, at the at the end of the day, I, that that's why I say it at, at the beginning. Maybe, maybe it's sexist. I don't give a shit. Women should be able to decide this shit for themselves, not 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 men, not not to Amen. this degree, not to that Amen. degree. Amen. Amen. Not if they kill somebody to do it, and that's my point. If your if your actions are harming someone else, you have do not have the right to do that, and that's my point. And that's where we obviously kind of branch off from each other. And that's why I'm I'm getting to bodily autonomy. I'm talking about what's the right point, right? Because I've talked to people who are like, well, if the baby's still in the womb, it should still be the woman. Like I've talked to someone who literally said the kid can be aborted up until it's naturally born because it's not a person yet. Like I've had people tell me that. And I'm sitting here going like, all right, at one month old, that baby will not survive without you. Straight up. At eight months old, that baby will not survive without you. Yeah, it can breathe on its own, but it can't fucking survive without you. So can we pull a bullet in that? Because it's not viable. It can breathe, but it cannot sustain its own life by itself. It cannot. And we're not going around capping babies. So that's my point. <laughs> I know. It's, but, it's but, a joke. I'm end, sorry. This is a serious discussion. End, I made a joke. Well, but no, no, but in the end, in the end, Trevor, it, it, it it's one person's providence over another, right? That, that That's what it is. And there is a point where you can say, and I'm I'm speaking for the ladies, and she's going to tell me to shut the fuck up. That's I right, you shut the fuck up. But go that's ahead, okay. Go. Keep talking. Um, but you know what? There, <laughs> there there is a point as the person who is who is the vessel and the provider where you have to be able to make your own decisions, and nobody should okay. tell you what's right or wrong. So nobody I'm going to take you. that and segue that into personal choice and responsibilities oh i'm gonna be that guy i'm gonna be that guy i'm sorry alex i am sorry alex oh god <laughs> we're, we're gonna get into it and look I, i'm like i said i don't want to like, I, i'm gonna reiterate this for everyone listening i don't want to tell you what the fuck to do but when your actions harm other people then we have to step in and stop you and that's how I feel about it. And it's the same thing for mass murders. It's the same thing for fucking Hitler. You start no, killing see, other people. Defining, but 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 see, you're all you're already you're making, so you're already making a definition though, and you're and you're calling it other people. So and and I think that's at, well, but well, I think that but hold on, it's, it's I think, where we I differentiate. Think, right? I think yes, and then that's my point is I think that's the place where we all are like, well, what's the definition? Yeah. Oh no, no, I. I understand. I, I'm talking from a point that I believe that's a life, and you are harming that life. And if you are harming that no, life, and that I, gives me the right well, to stop you. Trevor, I just have one more question before yes. we move on to that. Yes, go ahead. Wonderful topic. Um, do you believe that parents should be allowed to hit their kids, like you know, corporal punishment, discipline them? Yeah. So, yes, but there there is a limit to that. It's one thing to spank your kid; it's another thing to whip your kid with a fucking branch, right? There there are limits to that. So. If you're whipping your kid to teach them a valuable lesson that will help them survive in life, I agree with that. But there is a, a, a very, very small line between discipline and abuse. And pe- parents who are angry should not be disciplining their children in that way because it turns into abuse. If you do not have the right head, you should not be doing that. And I will say that as a father who I barely whip my kids. I, I have whipped my kids, but I don't, I don't really do it. I, I use the rule of three, right? You get a warning, you get a second warning. The first warning, I'm literally going to sit down. I'm going to say, hey, my son, my daughter, don't do that. This is why it's harmful. It can hurt you, whatever, right? I give them the reasons. 
they're young, so maybe sometimes they don't understand. But I'm going to explain it to them. And I'm going to say, look, I don't want you to do that because you can hurt yourself. It's that simple. They do it a second time. Look, again, I'm warning you, don't do this because the next time you're going you're gonna to get a whipping. Like one way or another, you're going to learn this because it's important. It's it's vital for you to survive. Step three but, is you spank that ass because yeah, but, but you look, spank that ass. And, and I want to say this. Yeah, my okay? my, so my mother-in-law watches my kids for free when I, me and my wife are at work. Okay. Now she watches a bunch of other kids. She's been doing it for two decades, but she watches my kids for free. My son decided he was going to be extremely disrespectful to her. Okay. So the first time I told him, Hey, you're punished from your tablet and we do not treat our grandma like that. We do not treat anyone like that. You don't act like that. It's not right. And she does a lot for us. So you don't do it. He did it a second time. So he got punished for a longer amount of time from his tablet. I said, look, you do it again. You're going to deal with it. Right. You're going to respect your grandma. You can't do this. I never had to whip him. Right. But I, in the past, I, I have. I've whipped him and I've said, look, you're going to learn this, whether it's the hard way or the easy way. You're also talking to some people from the fucking South. And let true, me tell you what. True, Luke. When I was a kid, I got the belt. And my daddy loves me. He's one of my best friends to this day. Yeah. I'm not saying it's okay to whip your kid with a belt. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is. It worked. I, it, it, well, yeah. It, <laughs> it worked it, on it, me. It actually did. Um, <laughs> so. um, there's different <laughs> methods. There's totally different methods. And 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 we should, as, as a so, society and as people, try to strive towards that. But here, sure. here's, here's my point. You need, as a parent, as an adult, <laughs> you need to know yourself, right? So there was a case where my son pissed me the fuck off. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I wanted to beat the ever-living shit out of him. And I did not. I didn't touch him. I said, hey, look, go to your room. You're punished. My wife got home. I told her what happened. She's like, well, did, did you whip him? I'm like, no. She's like, well, why not? And I said, because I was too angry to do so. If I would have whipped him, it might have gotten out of hand. And I did not do it. Now, are people rational like yeah. that? No. Okay. I 100% understand that. And I think there are some people who shouldn't be disciplining their kids like that if they can't control themselves. But I believe if you need to whip your kid, do it. But you need to be in control of yourself before you can do so. And if you can't control yourself, don't fucking do it. And it's yes. funny. And it's funny because I work with my job specifically requires that I don't do any of that. I do not punish at all at my job because I work with autistic children. In case you didn't catch that from the beginning, um, I know techniques to to reinforce better behavior, and I've tried some of them. But some kids need to be need to get a spanking. I'm just being honest. If yeah. you've if you've never encountered a kid that didn't need a didn't need a good swift spanking, you haven't encountered many kids. Holy shit! Oh, but I need a spanking. Yeah, you do. Come here, <laughs> come, here. come here. Anyway, um. <laughs> oh, yeah, I asked that question because I think we would agree that you know typically in society you're not allowed to hit another person. That's that's a bad thing to do. But there are certain circumstances where parents are allowed to infringe upon their child's yeah. well, physical well-being I, I would even argue there i would i would even argue there are certain circumstances where adults are allowed to hit adults yeah I would be I, fine I, with not, it. Legally, I, I, not legally no but, Actually, but you're you're right but well yeah. i will say this some judges have given a lot of leeway to certain people who found that someone was abusing their kid and beat the ever-living shit out of them right so there was a guy in louisiana that that in the 80s that that found out that the, his kids martial arts instructor 
kidnapped, found out, of course, kidnapped him, molested him. They found him in California, got the kid back. The dad waited at the, uh, he got tipped off by the news. Yeah, and he smoked him at the airport. Yeah, and that that Mm. man went in front of a judge, and that judge said, time served. Yep, (laughs) yep. Goddamn right. Legally, you're right, but there are certain situations where it's allowed. Um, As far as. So so what so what so what you're saying is that it's up to the individual to determine that their own fate. What I'm saying is there are specific situations that allow such things, but overall they are not allowed. And as abortion, it's the same argument from me. There are specific situations where abortions should be allowed, but overall they should not. And I've listed the three main so, reasons why so they shouldn't be. So what what you're be. saying what you're saying is that there's a governing board of authority that should tell you how to live your life. Well, most people agree with that though. It's not just no, the board. No. It's, it's society saying, hey, we agree with this notion of morality, even though that's depends on the, the individual, right? But as it as it may vary state to state. Okay, well, for for example, we, we all agree you shouldn't molest children, right? If the government enforces yes. that, you don't have a problem with that, right? No. All right. Okay. Well, th- there you go. Point made. Like I don't I like. Have, well, I like. I like the states' rights thing though, because I do like the states' rights thing. Whenever, whenever, whenever Roe v. Wade happened, this this new one where they overturned it, one of the things I thought that was kind of fucking stupid was that in states like California, where the law was not going to change, people were still rioting, and I'm like, guys, y'all are li- like the the cops that had to wake up, and I'm not like a cop guy. I get nervous around cops. I've been arrested wrongfully. Blah blah blah. But but yeah, see, yeah, 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 that's right. He felt you up, saw that you were packing, and arrested. Hogzilla for a reason. Hogzilla, listen, listen. I I think that (laughs) we can't do this here. Um, Fish is meeting one ball. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Let's let's get back to being serious. I thought this was a classy podcast. (laughs) Classy? Who told you that? What the hell? That was me. Sorry. What? We're we're trying to be serious. We're joking a little bit, but we're. Yeah, we're I know. Right. I, I wanted. I, <laughs> I forgot my point. Damn it! I'm sorry, right. Travis. <laughs> sorry, I apologize. I did not I have apologize. sexual relations with that woman. I did not have <laughs> sexual relations with that sorry. woman. Sorry. Okay. 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 Back. Back to the topic. Uh yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. I mean, bodily, bodily autonomy. We, we're answering Miss Alice's question. I no, got it right. No, did I get it no, right? No, we're yeah, moving yeah. on. We're well. I think we did, and I think you were segueing to the third, the next thing. Um, uh, personhood, right? Kind of. That's where we were going because, well, bodily autonomy and personhood kind of go a little bit hand in hand. Right. Because the argument, which I don't necessarily agree with, is regardless of whether or not you're an actual human life, genetically speaking, scientifically speaking, you're not quite a person yet until whatever you believe. Right. Because so far, the scientific community and everyone I've ever talked to does not have a clear cut definition of what personhood is. They basically say, hey, personhood, no abortions. And I disagree with that because I think you need to have science to prove your point for us to make a, a legal argument based off of it. All right. 
And it's such a generalized term that you can't nail it down specifically. And that's why I have a problem with it because it used to be, it wasn't even a human life, right? It was a fetus. It was a parasite. It was a clump of cells. And then science showed us that it is human. It is life. Well, that no longer matters, right? We're going to move the goalpost and we're going to say, well, that doesn't matter. It's personhood now. Personhood is what matters. Right, right. I don't give a shit if it's human or if it's alive. Is it a person? I like how things keep getting redefined over time, all the time. When I was, not to to tangent, but when I was growing up, it's like everything that I was taught that the left was, I was like, hell yeah, I'm all about that. And in this day and age, it is totally not that. And I'm like, holy shit. What the um, fuck happened? You're right. So things things get redefined. Re- things get redefined. And look, I, in a way, I'm not against <laughs> it. Right to evolve, you have to change. Hopefully, the change is for the better. But as I think we can all agree, it doesn't always work out that way. Right. 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 Definitely. Um, but for this specific discussion, personhood. What makes you a person? Is it brain activity? Is it the ability to talk is it the ability to think fully as an adult human, right? These these are yeah. these are the questions. Yeah. This is why I asked that third question or the second question, and we all gave very actually very very different answers to that. Uh, um, I know it's it's been fucking ten minutes already, but uh, goodbye to Simon. He it was getting late at home. He had to leave. No problem. Go tell them bye. Um, but we got anywhere from neurons firing off in the brain in the womb to 10 to 11 years old to fucking 25 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I can I can fully understand all yeah. those arguments. I uh, just don't think it matters because I believe that the capacity to remember things and the capacity to feel pain happens in the womb way before you're born. And at that point, if at no point before that, which to me, it doesn't fucking matter. The capacity is always there. They just had to develop enough to get there. Right. All right. If, if a seven month old can feel pain, can remember the sound of your voice and you take some tongs and you rip it to fucking shreds as you pull it out, that's fucked up. Right. Yes. When this stuff started getting mentioned, that's where I came in. Now, I've yeah. said that earlier. There was a girl I met out here with her single mom with her son, Adam. He's one month and seven months old. Yeah. I'm never going to fucking hit him. <laughs> we met and uh, I met her son and he hung out. He trusts me with him, kind of, you know? Yeah. So. I've never been a father. I don't have kids of my own. So meeting him and just experiencing all of that was cool for me. This is the first time. That's the closest I've ever been to being a dad. It really yeah. was. It was a very cool experience. And I remember my upbringing from my daddy's beat the shit out of me for whatever fucking reason. Nothing good. But we're going to move past that. And I've learned from that. And, and I'm not bringing that into Adam's life. Uh-huh. I want to be there. I want to be at all the softball games. I want to be inspiring him to play sports. It's what I want to do. Yeah. And it's very cool feelings. 
first time and like a, just you know, the first time dad thing and all that. I was walking on the streets. We, uh, I think earlier today, they got off, or Abby got off work. She invited me over. We took her son on a walk and he had his little baseball glove and I had a little a baseball and we were just tossing it back and forth. I think. I care about her so much that I want him to succeed, and I think just I'm gonna try to be the best father figure I can be for her. Fuck yeah! Oh, I want I want awesome. you to be my dad that's, that's right really now. What so. I want. Well, yeah, yeah but, seriously. But I think, but I think, honestly, go ahead, Brent. I think you're talking yeah. about viability, right? And I think viability can be established at a bunch of different points in right. a person's existence, um, and viability honestly is not a function of whether you are pulsing or doing whatever else viability is a function of who cares about you who wants you to go on and who wants you to be a better person and we live in a place where there's a lot of people that don't give a shit about that they, they, because they, his dad is legitimately a meth addict that's why i stepped in she was telling me all that his dad got hooked on meth and he's a fucking loser. So that's why I stopped. Oh, but in. that's my that's gotcha. my point. That's my point though, Kyle. So oh no, no, no. I, I was just no, no, that. I think but you're absolutely my friend. I think you're absolutely right. And mm-hmm. in the end, it's about having somebody that cares about you. And if, if you come into yeah. the world and you have nobody that cares about you, I'm sorry. Right. You aren't viable. You just mm-hmm. don't um and I, oh, I know, I know I that's hard know. for you, Trevor. I know, uh, I, I know it's hard for me too. I, look, I, 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 know, get, I, I get what you're saying, but the he point said, stands. he said, come into the world like the, it's well, already born. It's it's not even that. You have a four year old that's not viable by your definition. As I said, you're you're not going to take him out. Like you're not no. going to consign him to death. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. Take, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not talking about retroactive abortion. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is there are people in life who succeed and people who don't. Okay. And if as a person, specifically a woman who decides early on that this person isn't going to succeed and makes a decision, it should not be up to me to tell her that she's wrong. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Uh, I I can appreciate that. But as as I've said earlier, if your actions infringe on someone else's life, then I have every right to try to stop that. And I should well, and, morally. Well, and I should stop it. And I know what you're saying, but what we're but what what, what we're talking about here is, is that where do you, where do you become a thing of viability? And the thing the thing you're talking about, you can't. No, no I want to ask. Come on, come on. Let him continue. Let him continue. A Hold person on. or a fetus or whatever else that cannot me continue outside of the mother's help, you know, up until birth, and then after that, that's not. That's not something that's viable. Just not. Okay, Travis, go ahead. Ask your question, and I'm going to answer Brent. Uh, well, uh, go go ahead, Trev. I'm sorry. Okay. So, I, I get what you're saying about viability and how it's not necessarily age restriction. Um, it could be any age, but for for the sake of abortion and for the sake of this argument, it's not really consistent. Um, you can argue that a four month pregnancy isn't viable, but you can't sit here and, and tell me for a fact that 
that four month pregnancy isn't going to grow and be a sustainable person outside the womb, that it's not going to be able to take care of itself or have someone that cares about it. You can't tell me that for a fact. You can. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But what I can tell you is the person that is in control of the situation has the right to make the decisions of whether it's going to be or not. This, this, right now, this yes. But this, this is where this, it's contentious. Yeah. Is if that choice, sorry, Travis, hold on. Um, if that choice is to uh, to end that life, then I would say no, they don't. Because their biodiversity, <laughs> their right to choose, their right to make that choice gets superseded by not being able to harm someone else. Right, right. Kill someone no, else. No, sorry, no. And it was Abby saying because no, I mean you are you make are an putting, argument. You are putting the onus on somebody else to take care of their life for the rest of their life. I'm putting the onus on someone who made a choice that led to themselves being pregnant and holding that's, them responsible that, that, for it. That's where we were going. It was personal choice and responsibilities. Yes. I, yes. I did have I did have a question, no, but I'm not gonna ask no, it. No, but um, it isn't responsibility though. That's it's, what it's accountability. It's well, Kyle, Kyle wants okay. to say something. Not, Kyle say everybody something. wants that. Okay, go, Kyle. Go. That's what Abby wanted. She didn't want Adam initially. Uh-huh. But, you know, she obviously she went through with it. She had him and she loved him. So I think that's because her, I, like I said, her father's a fucking meth addict now. He's a fucking loser. And if I see him, I'm going to strangle him to death because how are you going to know? No, don't child. do that. Don't do that because you won't, um, you won't for, be there for him. For legal, there for, him. for legal requirements, Fixie's Playground does not <laughs> condone <laughs> such <laughs> actions. But Fixie's Playground will also say we know where to hide the body. So, I mean, anyway. Concrete slabs for a living, cuz. He's a good kid. Very high-spirited. No, I just – her letting me kind of be in the father figure to him is just – it means the world to me because I I want a kid of my own. I don't want the full, you know, whatever. Cause I'm a storm chaser and all that. And I, I like the freedom of being able to do whatever the fuck I want when I want. Yeah. But just, you know, hanging out with them. And seriously, Kyle, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome that you want to do that. What I'm telling you is that there's a lot of people that don't want to. Okay? Oh, I know. Just yeah, don't want to. Yeah. But, well, when, but, but when they matter. Like I remember my dad. Well, it, no, fuck that. It matters. It matters because if there are people that don't want to, in the end of the day, I have to fucking pay for them. <laughs> yeah. I have to pay for them. That's Grindhouse well, is laying down okay. the ball. So no, it's you, a reality. It's a fucking reality. Yeah, yeah, so, we live in a, we live in a world where twenty percent of our population. Shut the fuck up. We live in a, a, a we live in a world where twenty percent of our population is on welfare. Okay? Yep. Twenty percent. Fully one fifth of our population is living on government assistance. Okay. And who are these people? They're people that probably weren't welcome and weren't wanted in the first place. Uh-huh. So I don't agree going with, I forward, don't agree that. well, I don't give a fuck if you agree with it. Or not. It's the reality. <laughs> okay. They weren't wanted in the first place. No. That's okay. the reality. That's not the reality okay. at all. Okay, so, so, in, so, so do we kill them? You know, in the, state, the state that you live in, Louisiana, guess what? In, in terms of people that are on welfare, you guys are third place. I don't mind. Oh, dude. no, I've we, always, I don't, I, we know. I've always third, you are third place. What are the Nebraska? Hey, do you know the Nebraska stats? What are those? Uh, Nebraska is in the upper 20s. Okay. Okay. So, we're so not but it, I never cared about like, so, so, when do we get to a point? <laughs> but when do when, when do we get to a point? And, and I'm, I'm trying to be as real here as I can be. Yeah. That, yeah. We, have people, right. that we have people 
that are never going to amount to anything. They're never going to amount to anything. And yet, and yet we, that's that's I'm, I'm going to say right now that's most people, Brent. That's most people that are never going to amount to anything. If you want to, I don't think about, so. We've talked talk about, about this. living your life, Travis. We've talked about this. We've yeah, I know we this. have. That's what I'm saying it and, for. If you want to talk about just living your life and trying to pursue your happiness, most people will never amount to anything because they have to be caught in this fucking game that they never agreed to play. They were just born into the shit, like me. I'm not supposed uh, to be a, a fucking foreman yes, for a yes, construction. I know crew. that. I know I'm that supposed you're supposed to be a fucking musician supposed, and a director supposed, and a writer and 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 I know that. I yeah, know that. an artist. We, we, but we we discussed it though. You still have to do your part. Yeah, and I do. You have to begrudgingly, okay. and I hate my life. Look, look. I so I'm not I, viable. Kill me. I I agree with the notion uh, that we need people to I, hold I, their own. But like Travis said, we're not gonna go and kill those people either. It's not morally right to kill those people. It's not justified to kill those people. And that's the point I'm trying to make is you cannot justify ending their lives. So how can you justify ending these babies' lives? Because it's the same. It's, you're making the same I, argument I, for them. It's uh, just a fucking baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fundamentally disagree. That's fine. Maybe, maybe we're at people, a, there, there, are my people, there are people that are never going to amount to anything. And they don't need to be propped up because they exist. Exactly. I agree right. with that. They're just it's not going to kill them, don't. though. That's, that's my point. Um, and that is the impasse. Here Miss, we are. Miss, I, Miss uh, Alice. Go ahead, go ahead, Kyle. And then we'll let, we'll let Miss Alice, Alice comment. Who? Alice. Okay. I don't have anything particular to say. I mean, I... I just don't like people or babies, though. So, so, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that's that's, yeah, that's 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 fine. But just because you don't like them doesn't mean you're like, hey, let's go kill babies, right? I think there, the world would be better if we had fewer people. I, I I've got so, climate change opinions, I, and just I, like fewer people in general is a good thing. So if there are people who voluntarily want to make fewer people. I want to ask Miss Alice this, and I'm about to become not a friend of hers right now. Have you driven through this country? Um, I mean, we've taken road trips, yeah. Have you seen the amount of space we have that is unoccupied? Like Nebraska, Uh, most of it. uh, Like, like, do you know, (laughs) when they talk about we have too many people, and the Earth is now eating plastic, it found a way to eat itself. I'm just not sold on this big propaganda push that has I mean, been do you like cheeseburgers no not really no okay i just like the amount of food that we consume the amount of things we need it it takes quite a bit of space to support a human oh for sure i think i i don't think we utilize our space properly i've already said this on the show and i've i've i've, I've tried to get this on fixies and on nightclub societal shift we need to shift the entire society not just the politics the whole damn thing needs to get reset in a in a in a big way um, because the way we're doing it now, it's fucked up. And all this infighting that we're doing over things that hardly any of us even barely understand. Right. We think we understand, but we're not boots on the ground. We're not we're not actually the people out there doing the damn thing. And we all fight over it yeah. like abortion. Everyone so, argues over it, but we're not really experts. We're not so, really so, the people that have to make these decisions. So to your point, shift. so to your Hashtag, point. Yeah, so so to your point about population control, let's say, not fucking eugenics or anything crazy like that. They but blew just, up the Georgia Guidestones. Fuck population so, control. <laughs> but they blew it up. To, to your point about our our population and all that other stuff, and, and I don't want to bring up religious shit, but 
the whole like, hey, have a be be married to your significant other, have a good job, like before you have kids. You you think those are good ideas, right? Because I mean, statistically, it, it shows if you have a good job, if you wait till you're married to have children, you're gonna have a much better life than ninety eight percent of the population, right? So, and a lot of this has to do with, with somewhat phys- feminism and, and sex and, and everything else, right? There's the, the new wave and, and all this other stuff. Um, the right to just, hey, go bang whoever you want, which I'm perfectly fine with. But if we're more conscientious about pregnancy, about sexual relations, about avoiding getting pregnant. You're going back you, to my original question. I was going to ask think, Brent. Is like, okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, how about instead of you, you want to take personal responsibility into account, then then have plan B if you wanna if you wanna go that route, um, be responsible as a person and go that go that route. But th- th- my question was more to you, Trev. It was like if this is really a big subject uh-huh. and you really want to protect these lives, why aren't you burning down abortion clinics if you really give a fuck? Like, really, I'm saying this as a person that kind of agrees with you on a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to go burn down a fucking clinic. Well, like, I'm, I'm not. Because I'm not I, don't, I don't. I don't think that that was the, the end problem, of the day. At the right? end of the day, it's not that big of a fucking deal. Yeah. But and that it, was my point a minute ago is that they got us all in fighting. It, yeah. Oh, no, you're right. But it, it wouldn't solve the problem. They, burning down an abortion clinic wouldn't they, solve the problem. So um, the, the point I'm making is if. They yeah. have us all fucking in fight. Yeah. Well, th- this is us bridging you together, trying to find common ground, right? This is us trying to find common ground. And sometimes uh, we no, have I it. Know, but, but I'm just saying. uh welcome Ricky to yo. What's up, yo? And then Cole's here too. In case y'all didn't know. This is common ground. Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. So What's up, ladies? My point is towards population and common ground is the whole abortion that, thing. Don't you think we could just about something? Don't that, you think we could just avoid oh, abortions? Yeah. Don't you think we could just avoid avoid abortions by not getting pregnant? Like being careful. Like I know that fault. You know, most most contraceptives are only ninety nine point nine percent effective. Um, the only ones that really work are not having sex and hysterectomies. I would say men getting their, their shit snipped works, but sometimes that shit grows back and you end up having a kid. So that's not 100% effective either. Um, as I've stated earlier, I've, I've given the statistics. 90% of abortions aren't due to rape, incest, or medical necessity. So that means 90% of abortions are happening because of choice, because they don't want the kid, right? What if we negated that 90%? What if we right. said... And I'm not saying restrictions. I'm just saying if there was a perfect scenario where we could stop those 90% abortions from happening because we were just conscientious about how we fucked, like, wouldn't that be ideal? Absolutely agree with you. Contraception should be like the number one and it's far preferable to getting an abortion. And I think most people who have had an abortion would probably also agree that that's like a very traumatic thing to have to do. Yes, definitely. Would much prefer to like not be in that situation in the first place. Here's my third olive branch, because you just reminded me, do we all agree that contraception should be widely available and sexual education should be widely available for appropriate aged kids? Hell yeah. Yep. Yep. We can all agree on that. 
Okay. okay. So, but what do you do? What do you do, Trevor, with the people that just don't give a fuck? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think, I think, I think you, contraception should be paid for by my taxes. You, you reap what you sow. That's what I think. Responsibility. Fuck we talked you. about it. Well, okay, but those people that reap what they sow, the people that reap what they sow, though, end up going up on the government dime. Okay, and so, their kids see that and they say, "Hey, you know what? I don't want to be like that." And then they become they don't fucking. Though. They don't though. Uh, some dude, of them do. Dude, some of them do. No, they don't. No. Yes. I'm, some I'm of gonna them say do. this again. Nineteen percent of a population of America is on welfare right now. I I understand. Those and what people I'm telling do not you understand. Reap what you sow. There there are people. They are taught. I'm not. They, hold on. They, hold on. they are taught. They are I'm taught. not. Talk, I'm not. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about their children that they have because they're pieces of shit. They don't know how to handle themselves so they have these kids these kids grow up they see their parents are pieces of shit and they say you know what i don't want to fucking be like my parents because fuck them but they don't do that though Uh, but some of them do there are they learn learn the top behavior there i will say this i spent six years working in the three poorest counties in northern minnesota (laughs) it's generational and i would say I can count on one finger how many kids I worked with ages 15 to 21 actually did something with their lives. So it's, it's, it's generational. That's the problem is, is you just have pieces of shit raising kids that turn into pieces of shit. It becomes a career. We, we live, we live in a country that it's projected that this country will spend $1.3 trillion on welfare this year, $1.3 trillion. Well, and abortion has been legal. So it's not like taking away abortion is going to fix that. And money doesn't fix it either. Cause well, I work. No, with, you're, you're right. I, I, education will fix that, which is what we all agreed on. I mean, that's what I was in too, but it's just, well, one I of think those you're, well, I think you're right. I think you're right. But I think so, when, it comes, when it comes to people that have <laughs> to be provided for by other people that don't give a damn, I think abortion is, Probably the easiest method. I don't I know you think do. that I, I killing know. someone is the way to solve your problem. And that's that's how I see that. <laughs> um, hard line. Hard line. It, it, it is a hard line. I, I'm open to if you can give me a better idea, but I still view it as a life. There's nothing that's been said. No, no, I, I, I agree. I agree with um, you. But, and, and, and I don't at the same time. It's weird. It, this is look, why this is such a fucked up topic. I agree. Man. But here, here's the thing. All those pieces of shit that raises pieces of shit. The fact of the matter is 100% of them do not become pieces of shit. There are cases where kids there in are, adoption and foster homes become rare. great. It doesn't matter if it's rare. If the possibility is there, you do not kill them because of the possibility. Well, I'm, I'm leaving the whole abortion topic out of it. I'm not yeah, yeah, I, I understand. I'm just saying, yeah. I, I get you, Cole. And like I agree. that this, Even the statistics show that a lot of them are going to end up not being contributors, right? But because you aren't a contributor does not mean you get to die. And that's how I see it. Because at any point in time, you can become a contributor. You can change your life. You can make decisions. You can better yourself. And I'm not going to kill you and take away that option. Yeah, but, but you know what? You're living in a place where you're assuming that people can people can overcome the things. People that have. Like. Not a lot of them, but people have. Yes, I, but it's that's happened. my point, though. That, well, no, I know that, Trevor. I know that. But most people don't. Okay, but is it an assumption that people can? It's not because it has happened. Have, I'm not talked, making an assumption. Have, I'm, my I'm, friend, we have talked at length about the things that we have learned from our parents, the things that we have yeah, okay. um, gleaned from it. And, and the reality is that's what most people do. 
Most people take away what they've learned from their parents. And if they learn to be a piece of crap and go out and foster some, a whole bunch of more bastard kids that like don't have any support system, that's just what it is. And I think that's, that's the place where abortion um, and the people that have the, the common sense, the strength, the, whatever it is to do that. I mean, it's, Abortion is not about preserving life. It's about breaking cycles. That's what you're, it's about. You're using death to try to fix something that. Yes, I am. I am because it's the reality of life. There are, there it's are tons the wrong of people. reality of life. We don't kill people simply because it might solve a problem. Yes, not, we do. Not in that yes, way. We do. Well, Brent, yes, we do. Not Brent, that way. Not innocent hold, people. Hold on. Hold on. Can I say something? Brent just kind of, Brent just kind of got real cosmic on me. And he made me think of like <laughs> the mind, the minds rolling heads down the, the and stuff like that and for me it's like how how valuable i'm I'm saying this on a grand scale not a personal scale personal scale i've already said for me it's a no-go it don't but on a grand scale it doesn't it really doesn't man like we're (laughs) all doing this shit for no fucking reason like it's it's crazy on a personal level it's different but it's grand scale the average the average human life abortion the average human life has no value It has no value. It doesn't. I got, I got a lot. I got a lot. It Ricky, and, and that was my goal. Eventually. Yeah. We, so we I mean, do. look. Yeah. We can get comments. Goes, goes back to being like, a spoke in a wheel. It's a spoke so, in a wheel. But you have to. You have to be alive. Back and to grow into a person back, that is back confident to, to be a spoke in a wheel. Back to the notion of a baby, whatever. Whether it's outside the womb, inside the womb, whatever. Innocent human life. We do not end it based on the possibility of a bad life. We do not end it based on the possibility of bad parents. Yes, we do. Yes, we we shouldn't. I don't. Yep. yep. I just don't this think is, that's morally correct. This is correct. the impasse. It's, it's the impasse. It is. I believe. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's fine. But that's where I we're just, at. I just don't think you have an argument for it. Well, and I would because it's innocent that, life. Like well, it's well, not. It's not like it's a criminal. It's not like it's a bad person. It's literally it, it, an innocent. It, it, human being. No, no. It's 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 guilt by association, and there are people that are not innocent. Well, that's not fair at all, don't you think? I don't You're, give a shit if it's fair. Well, life it should isn't be. Fair. Well, then it doesn't no, matter. You should still you should still achieve, try to achieve they, fairness, right? Do. I'll I'll. You know what? I would love that, Trevor. I would love that. I would love that if we all if we were all born with an equal chance, we're not. It doesn't. I I understand that, but it doesn't matter because you should still have the opportunity. It don't matter. None of this matters. Uh, and if that's you what don't you want to have an abortion. You don't have to. Trust I, I have an abortion if you don't want yeah. to. I I get that. I'm simply <laughs> saying that abortion is to solve problems that don't even necessarily exist. Isn't right if you believe that is a human life and you're killing somebody. And I understand that y'all don't see that the way I see it. And that's fine. But from my perspective, that is a human life that you are choosing to end based on a possibility, not a guarantee. And I can't agree with that because it's innocent life. It's one thing to say it's a murderer. It's another thing to say it's a terrorist. It's another thing to say it's an enemy, but an innocent human life, you're ending a child life. You're ending based on possibility not guarantee i just can't agree with that and i'm not, i get it i get where you're coming oh, from you know, fine. you don't you know, see it that fine. way you know, that's you, fine. you know you know what stance we never we never really discussed 
black holes. Is what if that child grows up to be a horrible murderer? I mean, I'm, I'm saying that because I'm coming from it from a basis of like That's a good rabbit. Yeah. God damn it, okay. Travis, Travis, you're tripping out. Travis, move like six feet to your right, also, and you'll get better Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Six feet to your right. Bad, yeah. The Matrix says you need Yeah, great chance. I was just thinking about the Matrix. Oh, nice. One of the best. What what what, what I was saying is Travis, Travis, take yeah. take the blue pill. Yeah. No, fuck no. Uh, I'm not taking anyway, no pills. Okay, red pill I'm got smoking. you all fucked up over here. I'm smoking. He's smoking the blue pill. Add me out. One of uh, those new Drake songs, like with oh, the auto tune. In the end, in the end, in the end, we live. Smoking the blue bath, breaking bad. God damn. So. In the end, we live in a place where fully one fifth of our population lives on the government tit. That's where they are. Oh no, no, I and, I understand that. I no, don't no, like well, it. Let but... me let me finish. Let me finish. Um, and you and I have to pay for it. Okay, so if if we got to a place where there was less of that, okay, I mean, how much better could we make the lives of our our children? Okay, because. I'm not in a place where I am comfortable and I'm okay with paying for somebody else's children. I'm, I'm not okay with it. And I wish, I wish I felt differently, but I don't because there are people that are not going to succeed in life. They're just not going to. And if they're not going to succeed in life and I know they're not going to succeed in life, why put any investment in that? Why do it? I mean, I think, I think I just well, proved. Uh, go ahead over and over and over again that pumping money and pumping time or whatever else into <laughs> factions of a failing society just don't work. They just don't work. Um, so, I mean, I hate to say it, but like abortion is the easiest answer. Just it's take, just the wrong answer. Just, well, for you. Yeah. But yeah. for me, it's not. Well, I, not, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna kill people simply because. It sounds of like a bad life situation. I'm just curious. It sounds like you're assuming that everyone that doesn't get aborted is gonna grow up to be a loser. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Well, that's that's exactly too, but, what. It, but that's what he's saying. He, the, oh, which, well, statistically, most people who I, don't I'm have parents or grown grown up in foster care. They, now, they that's end up not having good lives, but there are that, those that get out. Of it, there are people who are drug addicts for fucking ten years, and then finally decide to change themselves and become better people. So that's great, Travis. Or, or sorry, Trevor, but, but they aren't the majority. They aren't. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to be the majority. You don't condemn. Yes, you do. The minority. Yes, you do. We live in a place where you have to be the majority. The majority is what controls the world. That's what the majority does. Okay, and the majority can say, "Hey, we value life, and we value the opportunity for you to get better as a human being." Otherwise, we can make hard line stances and kill everybody unless you don't meet a certain quota. We're talking eugenics now, bro. That's what you're doing. You're saying eugenics, and I don't agree with that because you can make any argument for anything that doesn't meet up to par with what you view is the right thing, and then you just kill everybody who doesn't make that line. And then now, so like I said earlier, now we have Hitler because Hitler thought that 
you had to be fucking pure blooded Aryan to be of substance, and everyone else should die. We can't. We can't go back to the hill. That's that's not the same but thing. That's it's not the same thing. It's, it's not. the same it, rationale, it? though. It really is because you're sitting there and you're saying, "Hey, you might not contribute to society, so we're going to end you, or we're not going to allow you to live." No, not at all. No, no. What I'm talking about is the people and their ability to make their own choices. That's what I'm talking about. But you're not giving them that option because you're killing them before they can make choices. Yeah, because they're unsustainable. That's why. They're just not. But they could be. They There's a possibility that they will be. And you're saying, yeah. no, we're not going to give you that chance. And I think that's fucked up. Like, right? I mean, I slandered the... Uh, the father of the child that I'm looking out for earlier, but in all reality, I'll be get your shit together. I hope he becomes becomes a great father and hope his child can look up to him one day. Now he's going through some hard shit right now, obviously, but you know, I'm hoping I'm James Harden subbing in for Russell Westbrook when they were both in the Thunder in terms of being the father figure for little Adam. But you know, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome what you're doing, Kyle. I really do. Like, you're stepping in when someone else did it, and that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, and, so, well, and so do I. So do I. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all agree on this. Absolutely awesome. But what I'm talking about is people in general having the, having the level of uh, fortitude to sustain that for a long time. And the reality oh, yeah. is, the reality is, there are a lot of people that don't have that. So, oh, I agree. Tom, I'm wholeheartedly behind you guys there. I agree with that 110. Well, I mean, look, we'll just call it what it is, Brent. I don't think we're going to agree on this, and that's fine. Um, Never. We, we just see it differently. And I mean, it, it is <laughs> what it is. We've made our arguments, let the listeners decide who they agree with, whatever. Um, anybody listening who wants to give a different opinion, you're more than welcome to message us. You're more than welcome to come on for another episode, whatever happens. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to say about abortion? Anything we haven't discussed or touched on? You're more than welcome to add. Um, I really have nothing. I think we covered it pretty good. It's a lady. It's a lady's uterus. She shouldn't have the final decision. It ain't, it ain't nobody business. At. at the end of the day. Same time. At it's definitely time. not the government's business. Oh, go ahead. Well. And, you know, the same time, you know, whatever stage the, uh, of the uterus or the child is at, I think that matters much too. But there it is what it is. Um, I'm pro-life. I'm pro-people being happy. So if the mother did a stage where if she were to get an abortion and she wouldn't be happy, then you should make what the uh, best choice is for her. And, you know, just. So you're actually, you're actually, yeah, yeah. you're actually pro-choice, Kyle. Just saying. I don't know what I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're actually yeah, he, pro-choice. He's pretty, it sounds Perfect. like he's pro-choice. Yeah, he's pro-choice. So, yeah. That's, but that's the whole thing, though. At, at the, at, at, when all is said and done, when all is said and done, and we, there's been lots of great arguments tonight. Lots of great points. Right, right. When all is said and done, a person, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put myself in the place of being a lady. I got a lady. Just for the record, only one that brought a lady. Only one that brought a lady in the program. Okay, only one that brought a lady in the program. 
Um, it's it, it, you don't get points a, for bringing a lady. I, I got some points. Don't ah, I? bitch. Some points. Ah, no. Okay. Dude, okay. Okay. Look, I appreciate having a lady on for this discussion. I really Absolutely. Do. So, well, she's the only one that's making any fucking sense. Um, I, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, what Thank you so much for being a part of it. Um, I appreciate listening to your uh, your thoughts on everything and. I feel I've come out of this a better, a more um, intellectually fueled human than I was when I first came in. So I appreciate that. You guys. Well, but well, but Kyle, but see, that's the whole thing, though, is that I don't think a lot of people understand that. Like, you are doing, you are doing what so many don't do. Okay, you are. Getting- oh, I know it. Well, but you were giving you were giving another another kid, another person, like a chance at being a successful human being. And if you, as a person, decide early on in a thing that I don't have what it takes to make another person successful, I think that you should be able to make that a choice. Just go. I agree. I don't have. I don't have. Kyle, you a stepdaddy, bro? (laughs) I uh. No, she's a great girl. She works hard. She works hard to provide for her child. And he is. You know, I help out wherever I can. Yeah. And I didn't hear in the I'm picture. Trying, trying he's, he, he's in the picture. He's not quite stepdaddy yet, but but you're in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, I was there for be, years, bro. Good on you, man. No, definitely. I'm, I'm trying tonight, to be bro. the dad I didn't have when I was a kid. That's what I'm trying to be. Yeah. I've learned from his mistakes. Exactly. I know what to do. Just, just, yeah, shout out to fucking Rickles, That's all I'm man. trying to do. Rickles is the supreme stepdad up in here. Yeah, I appreciate you guys' support. I love coming on this and chatting with you guys every couple of Fridays. And Hell yeah, man. You're going to keep getting Thank the invites. Thank you guys invites. so much for having me. Yeah, we're, we're going to end the recording, and then we can just kind of chill afterwards. Um, yeah, definitely. I'll if, be here. If everyone wants to give closing arguments or just statements or a typical goodbye, or you I want, I want, I want to end all this by saying, I do. I want to say, I do. I do. I do. If y'all can hear me, I, I want to say societal shift, motherfuckers. Okay. Awesome. Anybody else? Mud floods. Mud yeah. floods. Okay. <laughs> Personal. It's like, I, 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 that's, that's the whole thing. Take us home okay. there, Trev. All right. Um, I am your host, co-host, owner-operator of Fixie's Playground, Simon douched out, but um, <laughs> this is Fixie's Playground. Uh, we had a very interesting conversation about abortion and Roe v. Wade. I enjoyed all of it. Um, I don't hate anybody. I'm not mad at anyone. So, you know, I would count this as a success. Uh, Brent and I have disagreements, but that's life. We don't have to agree on everything. Cool thing is, is we can both watch fucking Resident Evil that just came out on Netflix and have an episode yeah, about that later yeah. on, right? And yeah, bud. That's but that's the point, though. That's the point. I have no. these, having these discussions, and I this is <laughs> this is what I love about fixies. Though. This is what I love about that. yeah, bud. Is that we have these discussions? We don't always agree, okay? But we're respectful of each other. Okay? Yeah, I still I still love everybody here. Straight up, I love everybody here. Like y'all are awesome people. I'm glad to know y'all. Hell I yeah. appreciate y'all being here. Um, I wouldn't be here sharing a view that I'm not very high. I'm, I'm not a political person. If it wasn't for you guys, so thank you guys again for 
following me here for the hell yeah bro. time in like three weeks. Appreciate you yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to do it again. Miss Alice, thank you for coming on and giving your opinion. Uh, you're more than welcome to come back anytime you want. Uh, just kick Britt's ass and take yes. over the mic. You know, it's not Hell hard. Yeah. Push him out uh, the way. Look, okay, I can do that. Yeah. Whenever you can find his birth certificate from like 1700, can you forward it to me? You know, and then if you find it next to like the old white wig that he has, go ahead and send that to me too. <laughs> so I'd really like a copy of the Declaration of Independence. So. You know, if you can get him to send me that, that'd be cool. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was awesome having you on. Thank you for being our first official female guest on a an issue that deserves to have a female voice. So that's awesome. Um, Other than that, what is going on? uh, Travis is still laughing, bro. He's laughing for days. Um, Cole's here. Cole, fucking unmute your mic. And, and that boy stuck in the matrix. Oh go my ahead. god, I was like singing for somebody. <laughs> go, go, I was muted. go ahead and I, uh, do do a shameless plug, please. Um, well, I, I got to go back a little bit because someone brought something up and it reminded me of that song. So I was like, I just heard uh, Travis like auto tuning himself. So I was saying, She works hard for the money. <laughs> she works hard yeah. for the money. Oh, yes, shit. Sir. No, I think everyone knows uh, the Joe Blow Horror Show. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come that? check What's it out. Um, most of the time, we're not wearing shirts. Uh, we just have sweater vests on. So, I mean, yeah, I I appreciate the fact that Kyle came ready, and I feel I bad. I was going to say, I feel, yeah. I feel bad. So let's let's just go ahead and do this. Taking them off, baby. I'm sorry, yeah, Alice. If you did it. If you did it. We understand. We're about to get ready for the after party. Yeah. If this anybody like doesn't, this doesn't is, this know. is Iowa Slaughterhouse. All right. Just yep. like, look at what yeah. I started. Cole, you got to join with us. I mean, I've already got Have a good night. I'm an influencer. Look at what wow. I started. <laughs> and then I jump in at work when I can't. I can't take my shirt off because I'm at work. That's so fair enough. Fair. So that. Anybody listening? That's that's fucking Rickles. Um, fuck you, honey no, hair. Rickles. <laughs> plug plug nightclub. Rickles. Plug nightclub. Man, Rickles. find us at the nightclub on all them social things and stuff. And, <laughs> Damn, and man, man, we gonna. We're going to pass a good time, and we're going to cook, yeah. Man, yeah. Why, why, why fuck me? You can't hear me? Because nightclub, Instagram, slasher app, fucking Facebook. Woo! Uh, get Joe Blow Horror Show Twitter. Discord, bitch. That's right. Yeah, Discord. Hey, fucking Discord. Joe Blow Discord. Join us. Discord. Look, Pixie Playground is there. Fucking Joe Blow's there. Oh Nightclub's there. Homeboy's got a fucking Packer we hat. Got, we got like a half shuttle. <laughs> over there. Go, baby. So, until um, January starts and Aaron Rodgers chokes. But that's that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for coming on Fixie's Playground and talking about thank this you, most Trev. serious issue. Um, as I said, if you don't like it, I get it, but uh, it needs to be talked about. So here we are. Uh, don't have specific plans for the next Fixie's Playground yet, but we'll find somebody and we'll find a fucking reason. Probably Resident Evil. 
I think that might happen. Oh, I think I think I think I think we get Simon and we talk about gay marriage because I think he's like oh oh Simon well Simon Simon wanted to talk about adoption also as a gay couple so that might be yeah yeah that's gonna be a future episode as soon as I can get to him um but anyway thanks everybody for coming on thanks for everybody for listening uh Fixie's Playground is on Facebook Instagram. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, and I post fucking links to download the episode. Um, I am happy to announce that we're at like 100, 850 downloads over yeah. thirty epi- over thirty episodes. So, so um, let's get that bitch to a thousand. If we get that bitch to a thousand, I, I will have a fucking five hour podcast. Of me talking to myself about it. <laughs> okay. Shirtless. Shirtless. So, we got to get, uh, get, get, get Cody going here. So we're going to have shit. At a thousand downloads, we're going to have a fucking party on Fixie's Playground. So oh, yeah, yeah. Boy. get, get yeah, us boy. there. Get us there. Um, I also want to plug um, Fantasy Ambush. Um, me and a buddy of mine named Paul Crow. Kyle knows him. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be revamping my fantasy football podcast that I started last year and it, it kind of tapered off. Um, I know half the people here don't give a fuck about football, but um, I won first place in both my fantasy leagues. Just fuck saying. yeah, I won a hundred grand last year playing fucking fan uh DraftKings, and I also won my that fantasy so league. Fucking crazy. I came out of retirement. Still wild, bro. Ten time fantasy. That still blows my mind, boy. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're gonna be on fantasy ambush talking about fucking football, fantasy football specifically. Uh, I found out Paul Crow apparently writes and covers the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. I believe no, no, the Dolphins for fucking oh, Dolph- Illu- for, sport, for for Sports but, Illustrated. So back um, on, baby. hopefully that goes somewhere. Okay, if not, y'all just give it a listen. If y'all like fantasy football, if not. Look, there's the nightclub, there's Joe Blow, there's Chuddle the Pod, there's fucking Pixie's Playground. There's plenty to go around, buddy. There's plenty to go around. Also, check out fucking oh, Dune's yeah. Cantina, son. Yeah, son. Right? Check out that we intro, We had Dune's bro. Cantina on the nightclub, <laughs> and now we've got it on fucking Look, Fixies. Bro. Everybody loved the intro that I made, and I fucking yeah. listened to that shit like all oh, the time. Oh, that was fun. Like, that that was the good. best. If, that you was haven't, the if you haven't best. heard it yet, just go listen to the first fucking three minutes of Dune's Cantina on Fixie's Playground. It's amazing. It's the best. So, anyway, Joe um, Bull's giving uh, free eargasms this month. So make sure you yes. check it out. Yeah, they are. Also, if you email, <laughs> if you email fucking Joe Blow or Nightclub, they're probably going to send you some cool shit. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. I'm just well, fucking yeah, saying. The, the Nightclub still has horror stickers to give away. If, if you're a horror yeah. fan, please email and I us. Yeah. Ever got something from Nightclub? I, I fucking did, and we're gonna have can an episode. I, I have one? We'll talk about that because <laughs> I, I definitely owe you that. Um, but if you email Fixie's Playground, you could ask questions, but I'm not giving you shit, so you're not. But if you email Nightclub or Joe Blow, they're gonna give you fucking free shit, and it's gonna be awesome. So do that shit, right? Also, <laughs> Instagram. I don't know how to use it, but uh, we're on there. Yeah, I don't either. You and me both, yeah. brother. Never really yeah. used it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, hey Rock, you ever use Instagram? I I want to again thank. <laughs> I want I, <laughs> Adrian. No, Adrian. I'm just kidding. Adrian. 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 Adr
Instagram. <laughs> um, I My do question is, is, who's going to come and help me fucking put this firebox on so I don't kill myself? Oh, uh, let me let me go ahead and book a Greyhound bus to uh fucking Canada and <laughs> I'll be there in uh, three days. <laughs> I'll help you out. Today I fucking shit there, Tuna. I want I want to thank I want to thank uh for letting me steal some of their audio. Um, I asked permission and they were like, yeah, bro, fucking do it. Um, I also <laughs> want to thank the nightclub and, and Joe Blow Horror Show for being a part of that intro. Uh, I had a lot of fun making that shit. Um, I enjoyed listening to that. It shit. was, it was going to be crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. all, like the 20 minutes of audio that I edited out, I was going to edit over it and have it like lightly in the background. And then I was just going to have random noises associated with every single one of you. Um, but the amount of <laughs> the amount of editing that would have took, I would have oh, been yeah. there for like eight hours, and I just wasn't willing to do that. But just just to give y'all a preliminary, because uh, we are still recording of of the things that I thought of as I was like, "Hey, I could do this." All right, so Grindhouse, obviously, three D printer noises, right? Just two minutes of three D printer. Noises. <laughs> um, I turned it off. I turned it off. Tonight. Also. I uh, audio of Cole destroying his innards with <laughs> fucking ghost. <Ghostbusters. laughs> I still haven't uh, heard that yet. And and oh, I uh, also I have the video. <laughs> a a old continental guy yelling revolution because you know <laughs> fucking the joke and narwhals <laughs> right. That was that was I was gonna do like three minutes of that audio for just fucking Brent right. Yeah. And then Ricky obviously Natterdays. That that was gonna be in there. Oh, yeah. uh, some fucking Warhammer. Uh, yeah. Uh, me saying Boyka Boy for like two minutes. <laughs> right. That was gonna happen. Travis, obviously the honey hair. Like it was just gonna be like fucking bees for like a minute. Right. Oh shit. And then <laughs> and then herbal enchantments. Like I, I was thinking about audio of someone like talking to a plant. Right. And then just fucking. <laughs> Just insert, a minute of that, right? Insert the audio from Mark Wahlberg in the happening yeah. when he's yeah. talking oh, to the fucking plants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then and then on National Geographic, they have like an episode of them haunting uh hunting Hogzilla. And it was just gonna be audio about fucking Hogzilla for like yeah, a minute. Right. And then Boss Tuna, obviously the oh, Minnesota accent. I was thinking I was thinking of taking it to how I met your mother and just having like Marshall's mom talking for like a minute <laughs> because you know that's straight up it is and then then one minute then one minute then one minute of her just saying don't you know don't you know <laughs> and then obviously another minute of fucking hockey noises because why not? I was about to say hockey noises yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then last but obviously not least and this one kind of could have applied to Grindhouse too which just zombie noises, straight up for like a minute. Fuck yeah, you know, uh, I might still do that in the future. But I just had to let y'all know, like this is what I was going at. I was like, man, but this would take so long to fucking edit. It took me two hours just to edit this fucking two minute fucking intro, straight up. No, no, yeah. And when you get deep down into that, and I say that as someone who does do this with a fine tooth comb, one tooth not so finer because the Hitler shit stays in. Um, whenever, whenever I edit this stuff. Like I consider a lot of stuff like that, my dude. And one thing you want to do is brevity, brevity. Yep. Uh, yeah, brevity. E tremendous. But, just but, be tremendous. But, 
So yeah, be hashtag tremendous. And <laughs> but but what you did was fucking amazing. Like don't even don't even think for a second it wasn't. I I appreciate it. I I love the fact that y'all loved it. Right. Um. Anybody out there, I know we're supposed to be in there, but fuck it. Um. Look, if you want to make a podcast, fucking do it. All you need is your phone and a fucking domain. You can do it. You can do it. You can fucking do it about anything. And you know what? If you message me and you're like, hey, I made this podcast, I'll fucking listen to it. I might be your only listener, but I'll fucking listen to it. So yeah, uh, it takes work. It takes editing. Um, I don't normally edit Fixie's Playground, but for that episode, I needed to edit it. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If I'm going to edit, I'm going to make this shit badass. I'm going to make this fucking you're gonna badass have- intro. You're gonna have to edit this one, cuz <laughs> I'm, I'm not fucking editing. Well, this yeah, one. no, but oh, I, <laughs> I think you regret I, what you said. No, no, not for that. No, not for that reason. No, not I'm saying people jumping in, jumping out, stuff like oh, that. It'll it'll be okay. It's it's no, part Trevor, of Trevor. Trevor has a good platform here. He has that he has that we can all talk. We can all you know disagree. Yeah. No. Except except for when uh, Brent's telling people to shut the fuck up. I do that. I do that, and I will fucking own it. But we have to we have to all have something resembling a civil discord about these. Yeah. Kind of because in the end, end of the day, uh, you know we we're all going to disagree. Like, like we can't. Like I mean, getting getting ten people in a room and getting them all to think the same thing is impossible. It's oh, impossible. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know. But yeah. we have to we have to find a way to all be friends. Somebody, somebody, somebody is fucking this up real bad. It'll be okay. Yeah. It'll, it'll be okay. It, it, it's probably cool. Hey y'all, fucking around. What, I gotta Ricky? go. Love y'all. Love, Love you, Ricky. You, Ricky. Later, bro. Bye, everybody. So bring me, uh, bring me some bread, brother. Bring me some bread. To, to, yeah, bring me some fucking bread. God damn, some bread would yeah. be good right now. Um, anyway. To end Fixie's playground. Um look, much love to everybody. Obviously, don't be a fucking asshole. That's kind of the, the keynote on all Fixie's playground shit. Um talk, talk about shit, man. Fucking yes, talk not. about shit. Yes, don't make not. assumptions. Oh, yeah, don't uh, be a douchebag. Just talk about shit. That's all I can ask you to talking. do. I'm uh, you got it. You got it, Trevor. Just keep talking. Yeah. Just keep talking. That's all we can do. That's all we can <laughs> do is keep talking. Right? That's all we can do yep. is keep talking. Yep. You know, and if we keep talking, this is the show thing. Go one thirty-two and forty-four. This is Twister. Uh, yeah. Anyway, good night, everybody. I hope y'all have a good one.
Show.